0: We are the ones who take up refuge in a junkyard clubhouse. And I'm Travis Maxwell, <laughs> Travis Maxovoon, the vagrant witch doctor of Shanty Town. I spell I say things with V's tonight and I'm joined by my boy, Ka-boy over there in Louisiana.
1: The real boy, Ka-boy, False Cult Rick, also known as Special K, also known as Rhyme <laughs> Master Stephen Kingpin oh, motherfucker I fucked
0: this all up. I fucked it I fucked That's it so right. bad. Who
1: I remembered my rapper names. Where's who, yours, bitch? Who am I supposed to be? I don't I remember. Forgot. DJ oh, something. Yeah. Damn, I thought you oh. remembered. I kind of I kind of thought we were in on it together like we were going to we surprise him with our rapper together. names.
0: Fuck. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> The fucking showrunner fucking twist, stops the show dead in its tracks. But we're trying to f- pull this together because tonight we have a very, very special guest. Someone who we are a huge fan of. Woo! Canadian, hardcore rapper. We're fans of Canada. Yes, we have we Mr., love Canada. Mr. Mr. <laughs> Corey Clark here with us. Poltergeist. What is up, Bruce, sir?
2: Thanks for having me on, guys. Poltergeist OD here, a.k.a. Stinky
0: Pete. Stinky Pete. <laughs> you just put you just pee in it a little bit you just got to thin it out a little just bit to dilute just a it. Little. <laughs> there's gonna be no dilution here tonight though this is some top quality shit again we've just got a cavalcade of talented creative guests that are coming on the show and poltergeist is yet another one I, I, I we were saying before the show i was saying before the show i don't remember how i found you but ricky do you like, did I just one day randomly be like, "Bruh, check out this guy"? Yeah, you were like,
1: you were like, "Bruh, watch this," and it was the video for AK. And I was like, "Well, mm-hmm. okay, I love this.
2: This is the best." Nice, <laughs> appreciate after that, guys.
0: That, after that, it was just like um, uh, like go because you don't just put out songs; you actually put out videos, and you have like lyric videos and albums and shit. Yeah, I mean this. Like this is just shit. like. We- <laughs> What started you down this path of like, I'm going to fuse rap and horror and just put this shit out there into the world. And and, I mean, dude, blow up like you're doing.
3: Well,
2: I mean, I've been rapping for a little bit since like 2011, I think with uh, with Obscene Division. That's Razor Wire, Nick Obscene, Namadian. So we've been doing like small shows and stuff around Edmonton, Alberta for a while and these guys hit me up on Instagram who were making a fan-made Halloween documentary and they wanted me to write a song like from the perspective of Michael Myers like what if Michael Myers was a battle rapper. So <laughs> I thought that was the best fucking idea I've ever heard. So I did it right away. I wrote the whole thing in like 20 minutes, half an hour. By the next week I had it all recorded and by the time I had it mixed and mastered, these guys said that that uh that documentary fell through due to legal reasons. So I decided I was going to put it out anyway, but I was already interested in like learning how to video edit, do lyric videos and stuff like that. Anyway, so I just decided to try it with my own shit and I didn't really have footage to use, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just going to use the movie footage. It's already all the materials already there." And right. it got a good response, so I just kept doing that.
0: After that happened, I mean, I don't know the the like the chronology, if that's even the right word, of of like what you put out in order, but you've got songs that cover like everything from uh, Scream to Sleepaway Camp, Mars Attacks, Ricky's favorite, Phantasm, yeah, um, yeah. Leatherface, as of um, a few months ago. What's your newest song? Is it the Leatherface song?
2: Yeah, Leatherface is my most recent one. Yeah.
0: And all of this is, is going to culminate in what I can only uh, predict to be some sort of. You, you, at, at some point or another, you've got to score like a, a horror film, right? That would
2: be know. awesome.
0: <laughs>
2: all right so i mean like sure the, the, the ultimate goal <laughs> the ultimate goal would be for like indie filmmakers to be coming to me going like here's the screening of my movie write a song about it for the credits that would be dope
0: right imagine yeah, watching man. it
2: imagine watching a shitty b movie like street trash and then my songs at the end that would feel so good
0: <laughs> hell yeah man oh uh, it it would be better than the song we got, which is a good. It's a great song for the movie, but <laughs> it suits the movie totally. Nowhere, it totally it, suits, suits the movie. movie. <laughs> it's nowhere near your level. No. Um and, and look, I said it at the beginning. We were just like fucking the the the. I I think I asked you this once over over um Instagram too. Is like or maybe not asked, but just kind of dissected how I look at maybe the the way you write. Your rhyme schemes are just incredible. And I don't know, is it stream of conscious or do you really have to sit down and take a while to map this out, sort of? It definitely
2: doesn't come all at once. I mean, sometimes if I get into the zone, it can just flow out of me. But most of the time, like most of the songs I put out take months and months to write and put together and edit and all that stuff. Like Pumpkinhead took me almost six months to write.
1: Pumpkinhead is sick too.
0: Thanks. Fuck. Much. Yeah, man. That'd
1: be from that beat though, bro. That fucking, oh, oh man, that swept. beats. He kills yeah. it.
0: Oof. So you've got some talented collaborators along, like going along paired with your, your lyrics and your performance. I, I, I remember seeing you before on Instagram live, you actually did a live stream of one of your shows and I watched, I think I picked up on it uh, at, at a certain point during the performance, but finished the whole way through. And I'm like, hell to the fucking, yeah, dude. Like, it sucks that I don't again that I don't live in Canada. because um, 'cause I've said on the podcast if I didn't live in Louisiana, I'd live in Canada. And since we do have another Canadian on, this seems to be a frequent thing. Yes. Um what how why'd you kick us out? Yeah,
1: what happened, man?
0: <laughs> why'd what? you kick the Cajuns out why'd you kick the Cajuns out of Canada, bro? Yeah, what I don't, happened? I, I don't just wanna know, know what, what you're talking about, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we, want, we want, we want, we want reparations, and we want land in Nova Scotia, where we're from. Hell yeah! Want to come, if it was up to me, back. y'all could just
2: have it. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, sweet. That, I, now that, I came that, here to Alberta from
0: Newfoundland, so technically <laughs> endorsed. We're endorsed. Yeah. Yep. I love it. That's two Canadians. They speak for all of Canada. We are coming back strong. We're coming. I'm basically back.
2: Canada's forward. new leader.
0: Yeah! Yay!
2: I'll
1: be the new Ricky. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'll be the new Ricky. Ricky LaFleur. Over here we call Wait. it LaFleur. Over there it's LaFleur. I think. If
0: I think we it's just LaFleur here. Really? If we were the trailer park boys, Ricky would be Ricky, because come on, he's Ricky. I'm Ricky. But yeah, who who would be who would be who out of us two? I'm Corey. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah, That's yeah, he's right. Corey so for you're, sure. I guess I guess I'd be Trevor because I'm Travis. So yeah. me and you me and you'll be smokes. hanging out Skull. This- yeah, Smokes, Yeah. Smoke. Let's go, boys. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be listening to ricky the whole time just doing whatever, uh, all his bidding fucking fucking everything up. poor
3: bastards
0: but <laughs> <laughs> well, as far as your music goes though like um the aspiration again it'd be cool you're, you're saying if somebody came to you and like hey man write a song from my from my film but besides just putting out songs putting out records uh is there anything else in the horror realm that you you have like a desire to do one day
2: I want to hit all the cons man I want to do like a big tour and just meet everybody buy tables and just hand out business cards cds merch whatever just hit the circuit and meet everybody
0: oh yeah oh this should have been the upfront question you said someone asked you to do a song about Michael Myers but you're obviously a horror fan you don't I don't think you dive into this not being a horror fan or did you become a horror fan due to this
2: no i've been a horror fan since i was like six years old so that's why like the idea was so good and i was like well you know what this this seems like something i can do and i really did love doing it so what's it just like, kind of like became what my thing was eventually
1: what's like the earliest horror movie that you remember loving as a kid
2: stephen king's it fuck yeah yeah oh pennywise got him The tim Fucking curry special it. boy I saw Jack Frost when I was a kid, too, like right when it came out Oof. in, like, 97 <laughs> or 8 or something like that. Oof. That was, <laughs> that was a turning point in my life.
0: 97, 98. How old are you? I'm 30 now. Oh, okay. Again, more, more peers. We're, we we yeah. to be talking to everybody we talked to is in our age group. Yeah. Shit, yeah. Except for Boss Tuna. He's old as fuck. Um, that old, that that old
1: fella. <laughs> Someone recently said he looks like, uh, who
0: was it? Oh, um, uh, 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 the kid. Jerry Harry. From- Jerry, Herring. Jerry Herring said, "Boss Tuna looks like Haley Joel Osmond, but grown up."
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't take kindly to to folks hating on my boys.
0: So. Oh, oh shit! You. Gotta I'm break out Jerry here waiting. Wi-
1: I'm out here waiting for you, Jerry. Out here waiting for <laughs> you on them screets, boy. Better not catch Jeez. you.
2: You know I keep that motherfucking thang on me.
1: Keep that motherfucking thang <laughs> on me, boy. You know we in South Louisiana. We got all
0: kind of them things, boy. Yeah, I said my boy, is in Louisiana. I'm currently on the road working. I'm in um I'm in Mississippi right now, but um I got to break away to do the nightclub. It doesn't matter where I'm at when the when You're the always coming in comes here. To calling. Yeah, yeah.
3: It's, it's Dedication
0: part of this motherfucker. Um. Not to stray too far, but we're gonna go ahead and shout you out. Um, everyone who wants to find out about poltergeist and his music, check out the show notes because I'm gonna have links to his Instagram, his YouTube page, his Facebook page. Or you want you're on slasher, right? Slasher I'm on app? slasher,
2: poltergeist yeah. underscore od.
0: And that that's usually his his call his calling card is the underscore od. What's the OD? Is that is that officially part of your name or you're just poltergeist as a artist? I used to
2: just go as poltergeist, but this was like three, four months ago. I just decided I'm going to officially go as poltergeist OD. The OD stands for obscene division, the group I'm in. And so, like, people have to look up poltergeist OD to find me online anyway. So I just figure, fuck it. I'm just that's my name now
0: hell yeah i like gotcha. i like the ring it has to be honest yeah, it, with you.
1: it gives it it gives it a little something extra for the mouth to uh to savor so, oh
2: something extra man. for that mouth something
0: for that oh. mouth <laughs> see what that mouth do <laughs> something extra tick when you got poltergeist od the og in there right right well, um check out the show notes everybody but um before we dive into tonight's film which was hand-picked by Mr. Corey Clark from Mama's Box. We gave him the list, and he chose street trash. Before we dive uh... into that, though, Ricky and I have a few tips for the homeless folk out there.
1: Travis, did you want to start or you want me to start?
0: Um, I'll start. Fuck it. I'll start. (laughs) So if you're
1: having trouble with bowel movements, mix some fiber, some raisins of some kind in your hooch. It'll clear you right up.
0: If someone tells you to shave your beard, like some asshole is giving you shit and he's like, you need to shave your
3: beard and get a job.
0: Double down on the fucking beard because they're just jealous that you look like Late rock and roll legend Dusty Hill of ZZ Top.
1: (laughs) Rule number two don't ever eat yogurt out of the trash. You don't know how old it's been and whose butt it's been in. Rule?
0: No, this is a tip. Tip number three.
1: (laughs) Well, it's a rule too. Don't
0: eat yogurt out of the trash. That's my number one rule.
1: That's my number two. I don't know what track you're on, but you know. Oh, shit. Okay,
0: look. Another thing to do if you are, in fact, homeless. 3D print yourself a sturdy home because cardboard does not hold up after a hard rain <laughs> I don't know how you're going to get a hold of this 3D printer or electricity but just go ahead and do, do or the resin
1: it. or any of that shit Okay. <laughs> rule number 7 toilet water <laughs> <laughs> toilet water is better than no water whether you're
0: brushing your teeth whether you're cleaning a uh, infected wound Making hooch. As as is
1: stated, toilet water (laughs) is better than no water.
0: Rule number 85. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Rule number six. If someone tosses (laughs) you...
1: (laughs) (laughs) If someone tosses you a dick, treat that puppy like a hot
0: potato. Keep away time. Full contact. It's, It's true. Only if you're homeless. Only if you're homeless. Right, right. Um... Roll S. If someone tosses you a dick, oh, you just said that. <laughs> oh no, they see behind the curtain. Fuck. Oh, hold Fuck. on, hold on. Let's 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 reel it back in. In a pinch, the duct tape that's you know you're holding your shoes together with can also be used for a quick Brazilian nut waxing or butthole waxing. Whatever your preference, doesn't matter. God damn. You lay that baby on thick and you just rip it right off. Oh, I got a sense. tip. Go for yeah. it. They have better food uptown. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Why is he down here? Damn it, Bill.
1: Here we go. Rule number nine. Shooting up and your buddy doesn't have a needle? Sharing is caring. Get tested first, of course.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Always, always lend a hand, but make sure you're clean. Uh... The final rule and tip from me, um, a pint a day keeps the reality of your situation at bay. So drink up. Cheers.
3: Cheers, Cheers to that. Cheers.
0: Also, if you do know a homeless person, uh, direct them to a shelter. Give get them, them some, some help. Or, get, yeah, get, give mean, them help. We're being stupid. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're being stupid for comedy's sake. But, you know, it, it's it's serious. So, you know, if you know someone, help
0: now I'm not gonna say take them into your home because you don't know them. Right, they right, right. They could rape you. I mean, unless cause... you really
1: know them. Unless you really, really know them. But if you don't really know them, you know, try to help them safely.
2: And don't go to like a junkyard with them.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna don't find let, out why. And
1: don't later. let your girlfriend go go to the junkyard with any of them either.
0: <laughs> That's awful. Oh no, because the fucking. <laughs> no, okay. No, we're gonna get. We're we're already well, diving in. We'll get there, bud. Have not seen tonight's film, we're going to ask you to cry off the podcast now for we begin our midnight ritual. And in this ritual, we'd like to invite Canadian horrorcore rappers on to talk about street trash.
3: Why? <laughs>
0: Trash is a 1987 American crust punk splatter body horror film written <laughs> by Roy Frumpkus, which is the best name of all time. Sure. <laughs> it sure is. And directed by Jim Morrow. This movie started off as Jim Morrow's college student film and his professor, Mr. Frumpkus, was like, you know what? Hold on. I can invest in this. I can raise, help you raise some money, blah, blah, blah. Jim had inherited some money from his late uncle and decided to buy a steady cam. Now back in well this film was shot in 84 so mm-hmm. it kind of lingered for a little while but back in the day a steady cam was not something easy to come by. Um in fact some of the shots in this film are very reminiscent of Sam Raimi's Evil Dead Fuck you, in remember. which if yeah, listeners of the of the podcast or any astute fan of horror and horror nerds like us you know that Raimi sort of invented his own steady cam by just attaching a camera to a 2x4 two two or
2: some shit. Yeah. yeah, Running it.
0: <laughs> just running it through, through the, the woods, woods with a
2: camera on a piece of wood.
0: <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> that's how you make a fucking masterpiece, man. That yeah, is right, how you yeah, make a bro. masterpiece. You tie Innovation. that camera to your fucking, to your wood. Um, and go
1: through a fucking windshield through and through a car with it. Because that's amazing.
0: <laughs> I, I want to say Moro went on to work on a lot of Huge films later in later in his career like The Abyss and Titanic. He became one of the best cameramen in Hollywood. So this dude's you know, he's excelled way beyond where Street Trash started him off at, which sure humble I'm beginnings. Saying, I'm saying, yeah, humble beginnings, but you know, great beginnings. But
1: street trash street trash is still the best thing he ever did with his life.
0: <laughs> the production <laughs> of this movie I agree. <laughs> damn because he also was on terminator 2 but okay um all
1: oh, street trash is better i agree
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, i think i i do want to say too i meant to say this at the beginning i'm sorry i'm kind of i'm kind of pushing us forward but i think this might be ricky's most anticipated film to talk about um, truly it's one of them for sure it's, it's one of them. This one and Tetsuo
1: one have been like way up here for me. I'm just like I can't fucking wait.
0: <laughs> oh, you can't wait for Tetsuo? That's not even in mama's box yet, cuz yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, boy. Um, telling <laughs>
1: <you>. <laughs> production <laughs> on
0: this film took 13 weeks, and it and uh, it includes a cast of pretty much unknowns who either didn't do anything before and didn't do anything after. We we've got Mike Lackey starring as Fred, um, who also made the football penis. We'll we'll see later in the film. Um, Bill Chepel, I think that's how you say his name. He he plays Bill, the cop, and that guy was a real cop in real life. That's so amazing. That's maybe why he comes across as so
2: legit. I don't know. Such a
0: prick. Agro <laughs> agro. Well, agro cop. You know. Yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to say this guy's name really, but Vic Noto is. Is uh, Bronson the Junkyard King? King of uh, the Junkyard Boy. <laughs> Mike, let's see how. If oh, Mark, Mark, let's see if I can do this right. Uh, oh fuck, I'm having trouble with it. safraza I don't know how to say his name. He's Kevin. He's he's the younger brother of of Freddie. You've got right. Jane Arakawa as Wendy, Nicole Potter as Wynette, the the Junkyard King's wench, Queen. pretty much. His, his <laughs> Sort of <laughs> <laughs> the junk Is, she she? <laughs> Is she though? Oof. Oof. Pat Ryan as Frank Schnitzer. Uh, he's the he sounds like he'd
1: be Wizzy. Is he Wizzy? No, just he's a little bit it, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he whizzes and corpses. Uh, um, there's uh, and then there's, okay, there's yeah, Planet. yeah, yeah.
1: He's he's the guy from uh, fucking uh, goddamn. He's he's the, the trauma owner. movie. He's the trauma guy. The mayor know, from that other movie.
2: I noticed the dude from Frankenhooker.
1: Yeah, yeah, he he's one of my favorites. But the uh, big also- junkyard guys, the the mayor, and fuck, why why can't I think of it? The uh, Toxic Avenger.
2: Oh, Okay. Boom.
1: Yeah. There we go. I was like, God damn, I can see his face. Why can't I see it?
0: You've also got Clarence Chicken Down Your Pants Drummond as Bert. Another uh, great fucking Ber- character. <laughs> yep, Bernard. Bernard Perlman, the unofficial cousin of Ron Perlman as Wizzy, the actual Wizzy. Wizzy. He's not, a, he's not, he's not, a, he's not a cousin of Hellboy. Sorry. the Django Crunch as Ed, the liquor store owner. And last dollar, but not Dollar least, store, uh,
1: fuck, the the guy who made Lord of the, Ring, Lord of the Rings. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Can't think of his name right. I'm bad with names, man. Peter fuck. Jackson? Peter Jackson. Peter Jack, dollar yeah. store Peter Jackson right there, boy. <laughs> Please Ed. <laughs> <laughs> last,
0: last but not least you've got miriam zucker who plays she's credited as drunken winch but that's the girl that was um assaulted yeah. in real life a few years prior to this movie being made um, so strange she, she was, yeah she kind of relived her assault in this movie maybe
2: that was like her way of getting over it
0: yeah like she said she the- had she said she had like flashbacks of it during the filming so it's kind of fucked up but yeah. hey, she she went through with it, so more power to her. You know, facing those ungodly fears, she topped it out. Yeah, this movie this movie's got a cult following at this point. It's been released many times. Um, many different media outlets have put it out. Synapse Films, I believe, is the last one to to have been putting out some special edition Blu-rays and stuff with this movie. I don't have much as far as um, production costs. I think the movie was uh made for somewhere between five hundred and eight hundred thousand dollars. I don't know what it made back, but I'm sure it's made its money back over the years. Right. Uh on Joe Blow Horror Show we tend to go with a guessing game for the Rotten Tomatoes and the IMDB. But oh, we're not doing that fucking shit here tonight. Fuck all <laughs> that fuck that boss, boss tuna can suck it and keep it. That's keep it right in his mouth. We've already we've already established. It's thick. That's
1: that's for grown up six cents kid. That's not us. <laughs> Haley <laughs> not Joel Osment. <laughs>
0: Haley Joel, I hope he hears this. with the title card and then we we are swept through the streets of Brooklyn to find our would-be hero Freddie the bum, reading a copy of Confessions of a Sex junkie before <laughs> sneaking into a liquor store. Th- this this part he gets ass blasted right in the face by the liquor store owner. This isn't Ed either right. this is some other some other fucking guy. He steals a bottle and a chase ensues causing a car accident. And some minor theft as Freddie passes by some bums he knows, snatches their dollars, and you know keeps on keeps on running. And thus introduces Wizzy, Wizzy and Polly. Those are those yeah. are his two bum friends. Cornered and with nowhere to go, Freddie flees up a fire escape into a burning building. That's where he encounters <laughs> the fucking nude couple. Um, right. Little 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 bits. <laughs> Wait, uh, fuck. What's the name of that fucking can? Beanie Weenie.
1: i like that he's a he's an entrepreneurial fella too because he snatches that watch and some other shit off the uh, nightstand too well
0: well, he's an he's an opportunist yeah a lot of people in this film are opportunists oh oh, they gotta be bro and that's what i kind of love it it's a dog eat dog world in the in the street trash verse universe yeah, it is the, tra- the trash verse. The trash verse. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like he's it. His own cinematic. Um, after he flees the building with the frightened tenants, he dives into the back of a passing garbage truck, and he's nearly squashed to death, but manages to evade this compactor, losing his booze and Wizzy's dollar bills in the process. What an opening! What an, what a crazy opening! Yeah. to this movie and you, you get some of that steady cam right at the beginning that's how exactly how the film starts and with um, the
1: music it just dude it just clicks on like perfectly
2: man i was just gonna say the music kills it yeah oh it, it man just, it, they it did a it good
1: clicks job. along and it just it's so fun the opening's a blast
0: wouldn't there be like i don't know how this works i mean i'm sure you have to get permission or, or just pay up but wouldn't some of the music from this film be i'm, I'm sure every film be cool for like samples and in a song um i don't know i don't know exactly who who people contact for stuff like that i guess whoever owns the
2: i think the way it is now people just do it and hope for the best and like (laughs) because like the world now of music is mostly just remix shit you know so like i think people just try to get away with whatever they can and if they get a cease and desist then they take it down or they Damn. pay up if they can afford it. Right. Yeah. Obviously the imagine, right way to go about it is to get the permission.
0: Imagine starting from scratch, like on, on something you've been working on. I mean, I I've got music that I've I've created music for this podcast and I've also used music for this podcast. Um typically I'll I'll place the score of the film underneath certain scenes we're talking about, especially if they sync up any uh I guess wherewithal people out there or who have their wherewithal might notice that if they're listening uh, intently enough. But so for instance, this film, I'm going to have some of that music in there. We don't make any money off of this shit. So I don't know why anybody would care that I'm doing it, but hopefully we never get that because it would suck to have a whole episode that I didn't have to go back in and chop up and right. you know, take shit out of. Remix. That is one thing, you know,
2: if you're not making anything, then nobody is going to give a shit. Right. <laughs> Hopefully, like, yeah. that's like me with like using film footage for my YouTube channel. I don't expect to make money off of my YouTube channel.
0: Isn't there a, a fair use thing in, in order with that? Like something like that, too. Like your songs could be considered commentary on the film. Yeah. So I and think you uh, actually can get away with using the footage.
2: It's like the same way that they can get away with uh, those anime music videos. It's like all the clips are not played in order, so you're mm-hmm. not really getting the story out of it. Plus, yeah, you're right, like the commentary aspect of it. So it's like educational purposes and all this. There's a million ways around it.
0: Interesting little. Loop that's what up. we. That's what we are. We're not just a horror podcast. We're also an educational podcast. We're fucking yes. smarting motherfuckers up out there. Look, We're trying to class you, class you bitches up. Yeah, with street reaction. You're going to <laughs> get classy and you're going to get street smart tonight, okay?
2: That's
1: hey, trash.
0: that's what's up. <laughs> so after after these events, Wizzy goes and tells Bronson, his boss, that his money was stolen by some derelict. Bronson wants retribution for this. And over at another liquor store, Ed, the proprietor, finds a very old dusty box of pints hidden away in the basement of his store. I
1: love the, the way alcohol. he narrates to himself. I mean, the audience.
0: Oh, uh, the whole time. Yeah, uh, talking to himself like he's crazy. I mean, <laughs> I mean every crazy, every so, movie
1: right? ever, every movie ever is guilty of it. But I still just love how they're like, "No, nah, we're not going to try and fool you." Like he's he's talking to you, you know.
0: He, he finds he's like, "Oh, this shit's sixty years old, ten of right. 5 viper." Should, <laughs> this movie's like Taco Bell; Bell. it
2: doesn't lie to you.
1: It, there you go. Exactly. It's not trying <laughs> to hide anything. It's just, you know, it is Except what it they is. The horse
0: meat cause they were totally selling people horse meat. I would eat horse. I don't care. People.
2: I love horses. <laughs>
0: I love eating horses. <laughs> <laughs> the quote from Guy Od. I'm
2: <laughs> I'm, C- I'm Cajun.
1: I'll I'll try pretty much anything once. It's all good.
0: If this episode had a poster, that that would that would be the quote on it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Ed's gonna sell what he calls the rot gut for for a dollar a pint to yep. the hobos. He plans on the hobos drinking this shit up, and sure as sunshine, Freddie comes in, and he they, they they have this exchange, man. Like how fun are these motherfuckers talking to each other? Yeah, their chemistry's it's like the good. One one of them, will, one will quip something, the other one quips something right back, and you could tell they know each other really well. The performances in this movie are not super strong.
1: But they're some not of them, bad at some all. Some of them are even uh, like, eh, but they're they're cartoonish,
2: works. which I like. Yeah, it's it almost like reminds me of how how hard Stephen King went in the Creepshow
0: movie, like just that over the top. Oh movie. <laughs> shit! Yeah,
2: yes. yeah, shit. Yeah.
0: Exactly. They, I guess Jim Mora was like, everybody, watch this movie first. Watch this segment. The <laughs> the, the lo, was it the lonesome death of Jordy Verrill. And he's like, just go ahead and study Stephen Cy King's performance. And I want you to just replicate that as best you can. You can multiply that try. by three. <laughs> yeah. There's also a swerve at Jews in this, in this scene. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of racial. This is a movie of a movie. different time. And. Well, the guy who wrote it said he meant it to offend everybody. And he takes shots at everybody in the movie Jewish people, black people. Asian people, he doesn't he he, he he's like hitting everybody and, or having other characters say it, you know. It's all characters saying shit, but yeah, definitely the humor in this is yeah, you probably shouldn't be woke and watch this movie. <laughs> um you might you will be offended, but unless you're woke and also based. Oh damn.
1: If you're woke and based, then I guess it's good. But you got to be both. You can't be one or the other.
0: You can't just be based. Right. And this scene, here we go again with the opportunist shit, because Freddie takes another, another opportunity to steal this little pint. Yep. Some wheelchair-bound man comes in and oh, spills man. out onto the floor. It's like, you always do this or something, something like that. Like every day with this shit, uh, right. Freddie <laughs> makes his getaway at this point. So he's got that bottle. And on the corner of Norman and Humboldt, a real location where shit like this really used to happen in Brooklyn, a swarm of homeless people are seen descending on cars stopped at a traffic light. And they're just breathing horrible breath onto the windshields while people are yelling at them not to, wiping dirty rags all over them. Ugh. Just <laughs> the shit and the piss and the crumb cake. I don't know. And they're dressed like they cake. belong
1: in Mad Max. Fucking gas mask on and shit.
0: (laughs) I was gonna say that later, but since you're saying it already, the junkyard, like the junkyard empire that Bronson is head of, looks like a bunch of Mad Max cosplayers who got lost and decided to like kick it up a notch and just let's do this shit for real.
1: Hell yeah! Fuck
0: it. We're gonna we're gonna make a stand here at this at this (laughs) junkyard and we're gonna live out our fantasy. This is this is the the apocalypse. What better
1: time to do it anyway?
0: Oh. And this is the two yuppies, the 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 guy and the girl come up and Bronson's standing there on the street corner and oof. She's in she's super intimidated. And you could tell that the guy is in the car, and he's like, Don't worry, baby. I'ma handle this. He's like, hey man, you know, I uh I shot one of those M
1: twelves you guys had in Nom. Um, dude, like uh, I kind of feel like that was the wrong thing to say. I mean, I feel like Bronson might have fucked him up anyway, but that's kind of like the wrong thing to say historically because like the m12 was a piece of shit that the government made them use in nam and it was very ineffective for the setting so you're bringing up part of the reason that they got their asses handed to them so often up to this fucking guy (laughs) Damn, i didn't think about that it's like the m12 was designed the people who decided let's make this m12 they were thinking about world war ii and so they're like, yeah, we want we want our guys to be able to pick motherfuckers off from two miles away and shit. And so they're like, yeah, that's great. That'll work in the fucking jungle where Charlie can come up on you. Surprise, 30 fucking feet away from the bush. You know, it, it's, it's just kind of fucked up and kind of dumb on his part to even bring that up to this man.
0: Definitely dumb because he fucking picks his ass up out the car, swings him around, and you get, like, through his glasses – camera perspective i love i love him it too. just going <laughs> head first through the fucking windshield and this this chick in the car is fucking screaming bloody murder bronson is yeah. a straight up murderer i mean yeah wh- when did we get the a real the one. backstory yeah no he well he is he is he a, a real, real one. one he came and, and i couldn't
1: imagine this guy being anything else so to me he did a great job i can't imagine that face that person acting in any other role i don't know if he's been in anything else Probably not. But I just, to me, he, that person is Bronson and he is real the same way that other guy's a real cop. Bronson is a real nut job from Nam.
0: (laughs) Well, fun fact, there's a documentary about this movie. I have not seen it. I do want to see it. It's called Meltdown Memoirs. Um, And apparently uh, everyone out there, go listen to Say You Love Satan cover Street Trash. Uh, They did a fantastic job covering this film. They did. Uh, I, yeah, I've, I've heard it. I've I've listened to it before. Definitely not trying to steal any of their jokes. They call everyone piss bums. I'm avoiding that right. word on purpose. Um, it's but a great they word. they talk word. about – it is a great word. I'm going to say it one time, piss
1: bum. All right. <laughs> you piss get bum. one
0: each. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's it. Well, I'm not I, trying, to, I, not I, trying I to jock on them. I just want to say it one time on air. We're good. <laughs>
0: I do have it written down in my in my breakdown, so I will say it once as well. That that means Poltergeist Guys gets to say it at least once too. Piss bum. Sweet. Shout out to <laughs> say you love Satan. Yeah, they'll never hear this. Love right? you, Jessup. Um, <laughs> after this, Freddie meets with Polly, the one of the bums he stole money from, uh, and they have a conversation about bowel movements, and that's when we get one of our great tips for being homeless: you just stir <laughs> some raisins. In fucking hooch. And Fiber you raisins.
1: That's it. It'll clean you right up.
0: <laughs> Pauly swipes the bottle of Viper right then and there. And Wizzy, not far off, is watching all this take place. And again, opportunist, man. Yeah, This, movie, this movie's trying to teach you something. This here.
1: movie is about capitalism. The dirty, the ugly side of it. I, I, I really think that. No, I don't. This movie is not really about anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're this movie in, is
2: this. humans are trash. Yeah, <laughs> and like, and this isn't even like just the homeless people in this movie. Like everyone is shit in this movie.
0: True. No, that that's not even a joke. That's not even really. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think y'all are actually both diving into the subtext of it, um and not to jump way ahead of ourselves. But I I agree, and I see those themes. This movie was filmed in the '80s. I mean, this is the era of Reagan in the United States, it's, it's an American film. So I imagine that the, the filmmakers were reflecting, you know, and they're all college students. So they are, uh, I imagine. 80s woke. 80s woke. They're rebelling against their. (laughs) That's what I want to (laughs) be. I want to
2: be 80s woke. Right.
1: 80s woke is dope. I'm just saying. I think,
0: I think, I think most people our age probably are that. That's the lingering uh, thing that we kind of are. Then again, I don't know. There's others that are more. A little bit more woke. I'm half asleep. I don't know what's going on.
1: Who knows? Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't care. Come on, man. Come uh, on, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh shit. Yeah. Uh oh. Wizzy beats Yeah? Go ahead. I-, I
1: just wanted to say I love I love the uh interaction between Freddie and Polly. Polly's like, I hate to see my son wasting his life away on the goddamn computers, and Fred's like Man, I told you all those computer guys are junkies.
2: <laughs> yeah. That was the one part. of my favorite lines. It doesn't make any fucking sense.
0: <laughs> that part always gets me. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> These two drunk hobos sitting there talking about how like people who actually have jobs are junkies. Right. After Wizzy beats the shit out of Freddy, he took his opportunity, beats Freddy up, leaves him lying there in a pile of his own. Well, he's already filthy. So more filth. Uh, Afterwards, in a demolished rundown and, like, wide-open building, so, like, Paulie opens the door to this building, and the camera backs up, and you see him close the door, but there's no walls. It's just a door <laughs> standing amidst just brick rubble everywhere. And a still-functioning toilet. I
2: love that he took the time to open the door.
0: Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I'm not going to climb over these bricks to go sit and take a shit and drink my alcohol. I'm going right. to act like a civilized man. But that's part of the commentary maybe or in the imagery of of this film. Maybe he's maybe. pretending a little bit, you
1: know. I want to know if those those pull things were real. The pull thing from the top that flushes the toilet?
0: Oh, I'm it's sure. Gotta be, right?
1: It's crazy. It's gotta be. I've never seen it. Yeah, you it's just... Not in person. But, you know. Maybe
0: maybe maybe if you're a little handicapped, you you kind of can't reach behind you and flush the, you know, pull the lever, so maybe they had the the strain. Sure, sure. I, okay. I don't know. But Paulie sits down on this this abandoned toilet and he uh he imbibes in this ancient alcohol and once it enters his system it begins a chain reaction that causes he his, learns a cosmic truth. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> trash it's
1: cosmic, bro.
0: Oh no, no. No, it's not. No. No. I don't know if this is cosmic. <laughs> Damn it. It's body horror, which, which, is, an, which is a kind of cosmic shit, but let's, I don't know. I don't know about that yet. I like that you said he learned a cosmic truth. Yeah, don't drink fucking 60 year old wine. Um, he starts to melt from the inside out in a psychedelic display of innards and gore, leaving him a mere shit
3: stain in the toilet bowl of the world.
1: Very cosmic That's, colors, too, I might add. All those purples and greens and, and A blues. beautiful, a beautiful yeah. scene yeah definitely and here you also get some of that awesome Ramy esque work with the way the camera comes yep. back in after to show you the final product the, the even little during his man. Melting,
0: even during his melting how the camera will focus on like a pile of bricks and then scooch over to like some wood planks if yeah. you watch evil dead 2 there are scenes like that in the cabin where the camera will show like focus on something in the cabin and then you'll hear like some clattering or some laughing and then it'll just yep. the camera will scooch over to something else real quick while right. insanity's is going down. Yeah. So I think the filmmakers were definitely inspired by Raimi's work. Um, I like that his
2: hand was still on that.
0: On that pull, Yeah. That, that <laughs> pulley. <laughs> yes. You see his fucking just because uh, rem- he detaches from his own feet to melt into the toilet and yeah he melts away from (laughs) there's like pus
2: coming down running down his legs shooting out of his pants yeah
0: his fucking ankles break off man (laughs) it's amazing next we are met by a growling asian woman preying upon freddie's little brother kevin this woman (laughs) is wendy (laughs) a clerk that works for the salvage yard where freddie and his brother are hiding out
1: wendy makes some questionable decisions Oh, yeah. I like her, though, but she makes questionable decisions.
2: She got a good heart, but not a good brain.
0: (laughs) Right. My problem is I
1: don't got a good brain, (laughs) y'all. That's my problem, too.
0: Fuck. Over the intercom for the salvage yard comes a disgusting voice, and this is the voice of her boss, Frank Schneiser. I'm just going to call him Schneiser for the rest of this this breakdown here. Schneiser. He's bitching about like where's lunch and why isn't her ass in here working for me? And she oh, yeah. marches in there and she's like, "Yeah, my ass used to be in the chair, not in your lap where you're trying to put it all the time." And so at least there, her brain's not all dumb and shit. She she at least <laughs> knows like she's not you know like a like a object of the office right. Work- right. The workplace. Like she's like not going to be treated uh, as just a sexual object. Um, I want to say
1: some of the dialogue in this movie is so brilliant. Like it's, 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 it's not great writing, but it's brilliant anyway, because he's just like,
3: what is this? Some kind of motherly bullshit feminist tactic. And he's like, you want to play? Uh,
1: what, what's, what's the name? I can't remember the name he says, but he's like,
3: you want to come on Sundays and read them bedtime stories. That's fine.
1: <laughs> some of the dialogue in this movie is just so out there and amazing.
2: It's perfect. <laughs>
3: that guy
0: that plays him though he he i i he's one of the better actors in the movie at least he he kind of like freddie or Bert. kevin's for fuck all uh right. he's not good at all um bronson's okay bronson's believable
1: d- that's that's my thing he's i believe him especially in that yeah. flashback
0: scene you can
2: see it in his eyes just the flashbacks nuts.
1: we'll we'll get to the flashbacks are my fucking favorite we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll get to that anyway my bad <laughs>
0: No, it's we're it's all good. So yeah, Bert, Freddie's friend, he wakes him up from his prior ass whooping and Freddie's like explaining what happened between him, Paulie, and Wizzy and yada yada. Well, back at Ed's liquor store, some dirty old bum comes in that <laughs> is he's a straight
1: best. up Looney Tunes character.
0: He's the fucking I, best. He gives one of the best little short performances in the whole film because he's like, you, you think, think you got I it, got bad. it good
3: and you got it bad, pal? <laughs> you think I got it easy and you got it hard?
2: Yeah, <laughs> he was so into that role, I believed him. I was like, is yeah. this guy
0: really fucking living his life? He really, he really he seems said, like it. He's like, you think you're right, but you don't think you don't <laughs> think right until I tell you, and when I tell you, you'll think right. Like he's he's just a cycle of bullshit coming out of his fucking mouth. But yeah, he's so into it. The, 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 the actor i guess the again the director said yeah stephen king in creep show times three go and that guy right. brought it he and then he, it like he's like wearing things. an
2: old shitty tuxedo and he's like i got married in this
0: <laughs> yeah he's like <laughs> i bet
3: it all i lost my wife my kids my job
0: oh man the shit that what comes kind of, out of that guy's mouth is gold what kind of bet do you have to put up to lose literally lose your family i right. I get it could be like a extenuating circumstance, but right. he just says it like flat out, like, No, I lost them in a bit. Right. Like you bet your family. Yeah.
1: On on a horse named something stupid. I don't know. <laughs> That's the horse's name. Something stupid. A yeah, horse not- named
2: Stinky Pete. <laughs> 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 He's about to
0: make his appearance too. Oof. Yeah, it- Ed kicks this guy to the curb, and he's passing by the crime scene. Where I, love, the I love
1: when he tells Ed to get a job. He's
3: like, get a job, pal. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> Yeah. what's up with that?
3: He I passes love the, it.
0: He's passing the yuppie crime scene and Bill the cop. This is when we get introduced to Bill, right?
1: Yeah, because Bill grabs his
0: fucking ass, and he's like,
3: I'm a member of the Flatbush foot brigade on official duty.
0: Yeah, and he's like, I don't give a fuck. I want to know about Bronson or whatever. And that's when he's like,
3: I didn't see nothing.
0: Yeah. Like He he, he, he
1: becomes like Roger Rabbit and shit right there.
3: He's just like,
1: like straight up
0: cartoon. He doesn't want to talk about shit. Bill lets him go. So he sneaks away to his little uh, fire escape shanty palette. He's got made up there with his, with his cat he calls pussy. He's got everything he needs, bro. Uh-huh. He wants Nobody to be bothers for. him. He doesn't
2: bother them?
0: That's right. That's a perfect life. Hell yeah, bro. If you're a hobo. it's it, drink. It, ends, it ends short, though. Yeah, well, as you said, he, he, he becomes cosmically aware when he sips that Viper.
1: Yeah, and, uh, and it turns <laughs> into a bunch of eggs or something. A bunch of scrambled fucking eggs. Runny eggs.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, God, he does look like fucking eggs, man. Holy shit he melts down onto the fucking street and um, you get a cameo here from the director. No, it's, it's the produce the writer and oh. producer, uh, okay. Roy, Roy Frumkus. God, I love that name, man.
1: Yeah. Frumkus is a great name.
0: It's like, it's like, it's like Bill fucks. That's a real name. Bill, Bill fucks. But does idiot. he? Oh, he does. The he one does. in this movie does for yeah. sure. <laughs> he definitely oh, he- does. You know what's harder than a fucks? A Frumpkis. If you ever get Frumpkis, you eat You're not going to be walking straight for a month. Baby, uh. I put the kiss in Frumpkis. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, shit.
0: God Dude. damn. Yeah, so homeboy spills out all over the fucking street. Frumpkis gets splattered on. He's melting. Bill, the cop, is like, what the fuck? And this is where you get this Karen
1: who the shows strange up. karen that shows up <laughs>
0: a, wild very karen karen. a wild strange karen <laughs> and she's like why don't you help this man like bitch you're not helping him at all you're yelling at me and she's like he's like lady i can only save one person at a time oh why because he's a man
1: yeah she's tripping. yeah that
0: that came out of left field who else yeah. is injured yeah. and what sex are they and why are you saying this
1: I feel like maybe she was, because he was talking to the other guy first, and then she interjected, and I think he was maybe talk, talking about how he was talking to that guy first. Like, I can only talk to one person at a time, and she's like, why can't you talk to me? Because cause he's a man and I'm a woman. Okay, but okay. it doesn't come off that way. It comes off awkward. It comes off stupidly. And then yeah, she it seems him, like, seems
2: like a just a random comment that she made to be hurtful.
1: And it would and it would exp- <laughs> and it would make sense because the next fucking thing she says is completely random, too, because she just straight up accuses him of being like a fucking a rapist. pervert rapist. Bro, yeah.
2: like, <laughs> and like, then he my. goes, then he goes, baby, I'm not even sure you don't have a cock
0: yeah and 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 i love that that there's guys in the background like broing down when he says that they're like yeah
1: yeah i told that bitch
0: (laughs) they look like they look
1: like like skinheads with hair too because they got like the fucking suspenders and shit like like what are these dudes doing just hanging out with cops and broing down on shit that they say fucking weird but i love it
2: (laughs) you guys don't want to hang out by the cop station and bro out
0: right that's what everyone's into nowadays, I guess. That's the I, ultimate woke is to actually woke hang base out with the cops. That's woke-based <laughs> <laughs> book. <laughs> so, uh, back at the salvage yard, Bronson is atop his junk throne, making out with Wynette, his junkyard sex toy, a woman covered in soot and wearing a diaper. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to bro- Eight sizes too big. I'm not gonna lie, the diaper so- the diaper line, I-, I did get from "Say You Love Satan" because I did not notice that it was a diaper. I'm still not convinced it was a diaper, but they said it was, and I'm gonna have to defer to them and their. Yeah.
1: her 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 costume design is something else. That woman in general is something else. Props. And to that her.
2: scene, the way they're making out, is so awkward and weird. Yeah, isn't
0: it? Isn't it overboard?
2: Like, yeah. it's really? He's like slapping her thighs and shit.
0: Yeah. And she's like, oh yeah, fuck me. Kiss me on the mouth. Yeah, I love the way she says that. Yeah, she's like, why, why won't you kiss, me on,
3: kiss me on the mouth?
1: And then the fucking plane flies over and it's
3: like, yeah, ass support. I love yeah, Bronson.
1: You, I love when, Bronson know, so much. He's cracking at that point, man. For <laughs> he's real. so
2: great. He's definitely the most diverse character.
1: They put some time and thought into his shit, which I love.
0: Man, I, I want to hear that explained a little bit more, like as we go through it, but you might, you might be on to something. And, 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 and Ricky, you, something you said earlier about him being believable, because I looked at him as just an okay performance, but he does go through a range throughout this film, doesn't he? He's making out with chicks. He's having flashbacks. He's being yeah, aggressive, man. but he's also being like a leader. He gives, he's,
1: he's, he's really vulnerable in his nightmare and his flashback scenes at times, too. He, 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 does, he does put out some range. It's not all wonderful, but he puts
0: some range out. I want to say too, I I I don't know if I like it, but well, I guess I do like it. Yeah, I do. He's making out in front of all his guys, like his his subordinates, the other hobos. He has a, he has hobo subjects that worship and hobo give him subjects. dollars. They give him dollars and beer or, or, or liquor, right. And So he he's like an upgraded Ricky of a uh, instead of a trailer park, it's a junkyard, and he actually runs shit. <laughs>
2: And he like needs these guys to respect him to, to because he keeps yelling at her. Don't disrespect me in front of the men.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah. And
0: what what I like is that when he's doing this in front of his men, he says to her like, "Show the guys what you're made of." Right. What does that even mean, man? What does that even mean? Uh, <laughs> Dude, I, it's I, twisted. I love it. Yeah. So she gets mad at Bronson when he spies Wendy walking with Kevin, and he's all distracted by it. And um, she starts fucking chiding him, like 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 Corey said. He's like, "Don't you fucking talk to me like that!" And he fucking backhands the shit out of her. Yeah. And and he's like, uh, he's like, "I used to make bitches like you walk around the village bare pussy." Yep. Oh yeah, I forgot he said that. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's brutal. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's brutal as fuck, bro. That's more allusions to his fucking days in Vietnam. Yeah, oh, Wizzy also gets slapped around too because he suggests getting rid of Wynette. Uh yeah, He's like, "Why say- do you
2: even need he- her here? Why do you take so much shit from her?" Oh, he lets like- him
1: know. He's like, "She handles my affairs yeah. for me."
2: <laughs> also, what <laughs> does that the mean? That- <laughs> so, like, a part of him loves her, or like, what?
1: I don't- she handles his business, dude. I don't yeah. know. He slaps yeah. Wizzy around, and Wizzy sits the foot. That's now, like, don't no. <laughs> fuck
2: with my accountant
1: right right.
0: (laughs) he slaps him and then he's like yeah she ain't no
3: she ain't no good looker but she's better than most of the around here bathing beauty and then the other dude's like ain't that the truth (laughs) after he just got
0: slapped also i wanted to say this at the beginning and throughout the movie wizzy's laugh is horrible and i love it
1: yeah yeah, he's a gr- he's a great villain. I love him too. He's
0: always laughing, and he's just like hey, 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 or he's very like weaselly.
1: That. Yeah, he's weaselly as fuck, bro. I feel Whizzy?
2: like they made him play that up. Oh yeah, the laugh.
0: Yeah, have to. Yeah, you. Can't yeah, they know wanted to laugh you. Like they that.
1: wanted you to know what kind of guy Wizzy
0: was. Wizzy the weasel? Freddie scares off Wendy from hanging out with her brother Kevin, and Bert makes off with some of Kevin's money to rustle up something good for supper, possibly chicken, possibly skinned alley cat. Who knows? <laughs> you boys well, don't know how to
1: shop frugal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> While Freddie laments about his unsuccessful day, Kevin asks why he wasn't invited. But Freddie, he just chides him about, you don't know what it was like when dad came back from NAM. Right. Um, and there's an undisclosed subplot here where Bronson might potentially be Kevin and uh, Freddie's dad. Uh, we don't know this. I hadn't I, thought I, of that. God damn! Well, ag- again, I'm going to give another
2: excuse to watch this movie again.
0: There I'm going to give some. I'm going to give props to say you love Satan, man, and also say watch the Meltdown Memoirs documentary because this is some cut out material. The original cut of this hour and forty minute movie was two hours and forty minutes. So there's a whole Ooh, hour of, of content wow. out of this movie.
1: That's very Cascarelli of them.
0: Yeah, it's a, yeah, it is. Fucking you just the- cut a whole fucking hour out. Uh, Corey, the original Phantasm was about three hours long. I would love
2: it if it was three hours long.
0: I would also love to see that cut as well, even though I've got pacing issues with the original. But I would yeah. love to see a three-hour cut regardless.
1: I've seen a lot of deleted shit, but that's not what we're talking about today. We'll get there one day. Um.
0: <laughs> so here we go. This is one of the best scenes in the whole movie. It's It made me laugh out loud for like five minutes the first time I saw it. Oh,
1: it's definitely one of the best scenes of the movie. Uh, I'm sorry, (laughs) film.
2: Oh, yeah. Cinematic masterpiece. This
1: this elevates it for sure to the level of film, I would say, for sure.
0: Ricky, run us through this scene, man.
1: Run us through. Okay. So, our hero, Bert, (laughs) (laughs) waits outside of the uh, little grocery store, and as an opportunist, he sees yep. a receipt fall out of a woman's bag, being the clever uh, <laughs>
3: opportunist scoundrel.
1: <laughs> scoundrel he is, <laughs> he picks up that receipt and walks inside, topples a, a fucking display of Cheetos or some shit right away, like it, right like away. It, like fuck it. And yeah, and he's, he's like he's like
2: complaining about the store, <laughs> <laughs> like
1: how who's supposed to come in here and shop with all this shit on the floor, like. Yeah. Also, I want to say the music right here is some of the best music in the film. That fucking slow, sleazy little—it's
0: like a lazy jazz.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just and it just kind of like with the opening scene, it just clicks along at the perfect time to watch this guy meander through the store with all the time in the world and figure out what he's gonna stuff down his pants. He's
0: stuffing. Sauces, seasoning mixes,
3: fruits.
1: I love. I, my favorite is when he picks up the watermelon, the, the watermelon. watermelon yeah. He considers he it, <laughs> thinks about it for a second, and, puts and then, it then he says, down. "No." He says, "No, that's silly." Instead, I'll grab two fucking cantaloupes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> He's a frugal shopper. <laughs>
0: yeah, you gotta play it smart, man. He only got so much room in those pants. That's it, man. Man, but those they are make huge some, pants, though. They
1: are the biggest pants in the world. They're the biggest pants that ever pants. But he <laughs> walks to the fucking chicken. And, Free Jinko. Just gotta say. Right. He he must he must stuff four packs of chicken in his pants uh-huh. before uh-huh. the old lady catches him.
3: Well, what you staring at, bitch? You're robbing the store, young man
1: and i'm telling the manager and she's like young man
2: you are robbing the store <laughs> and then he calls her a honky motherfucker yeah he's like what is this junior high honky motherfucker?
1: and so she goes get the manager he comes up and our hero bert's like hey brother and he gives him a look like i'm not your damn brother but He's, like, yeah, he's we, like, well,
0: we have, we haven't mentioned this, but Bert is black and the manager of the store oh is also black. And so the manager Bert's looks like, at him. <laughs> Bert's like, this guy's got my back. Right. So in goes, his mind, Bert, he's like, Bert, Bert, oh, I know how to get out of this. Bert, Bert in a way is kind of, oh, he's definitely racist toward the old white lady, but he's even racist in a way towards the black manager. Cause he's like, oh, oh yeah. he's black. He's totally got me. Nah, right, cause right.
1: Hey, the manager sees the chicken literally hanging out of his pants like it fell out the packaging, like a piece of it fell out the packaging and it's just kind of clinging to life on, on the edge of his boot. And he's like, what you doing with all that chicken in your pants?
3: I'd like to know what you're doing with all that chicken in your pants. Say what?
1: and then he's like i got a receipt oh he shows him the receipt that was for dog food and he's like ain't, hey, this ain't for nothing but dog food and he's like well that's not my problem bro <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah,
0: I, I do kind of feel that excuse though like what if i did purchase something from your store and you stupid cashier like, you in the up like dog food yeah. yeah back in the 80s whenever you could do that i guess how's that his fault <laughs> Maybe he did buy that chicken and shove it in his pants. He could do whatever he wants with that chicken after he bought it. Yeah, right. Once it's yours. <laughs> I'm taking Burt's side, even though objectively I know he's wrong. I mean, we literally watched him steal it. To be like, fair,
1: nah. to be fair, I'm taking Bert's side, too, and I know what he did, but I'm still Me taking too. his side. Yeah, fuck, fuck that store.
0: Bert needs but that he,
2: chicken.
0: He, fuck he, that he, old he, honky he, motherfucker lady. Fuck
1: that old honky <laughs> bitch, and fuck that store manager because he tells him what's up. I don't know if I'm allowed to say what he says, but he tells him what the fuck's up. And then he walks yes. out of there with a bag over his head through the <laughs> fucking glass door, yeah, bro. Like, he's like, watch this. <laughs> watch this
2: or not- He puts a fucking <laughs> bag on his head and just. He <laughs> like
0: through dances through the, the whole door. That's the that's first time one of I the ever best saw this. Movie. <laughs> I was already rolling with the like him stealing shit and the conversation him walking out and just like seamlessly the paper bag on the head busting through the glass I'm like oh my god this movie is going places it already went places but yeah I love this scene I think this is
1: top notch this This scene is is 10 out of 10 for sure
0: (laughs) definitely so Bill the cop's visiting the coroner who's having his sushi lunch like right on top of the dead body in the morgue and Here you
1: get in, to see those feet in that hand again.
0: Yeah. And in comes Mr. Mickey Mouse, tank top cop. Right. He's got all the deets on fuck. He's got the grizzly deets on Bronson. He's <laughs> telling him, this motherfucker was in Vietnam. Right. Uh, he used to run that. drugs. Yeah. He's section got Section
1: a- 8 discharge, all that shit. So right now, you know, Bronson's crazy. He was a hitman. So he was dangerous as fuck. He didn't give a fuck even back then and he's more crazy now. Potentially And he's got a
0: he's got a blade made out of a human femur bone. Which is metal as fuck. Metal as fuck. You took the words right out of my fucking yeah. medulla oblongata. <laughs> I don't even know if that's where thoughts originate, but or words. No, that's
2: why
1: alligators are so ornery. I know that
2: for sure. <laughs> no kidna Sanders, you're wrong.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. that's some Louisiana deep cuts right there yeah hey, boy when you had, had yeah <laughs> when you first watched uh water boy did you think damn Louisiana's crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it is I'm Canadian we
2: think all Americans are crazy
0: they are they are you're not we wrong are. We're just we're
1: just the bottom like we're not just like the bottom of the I mean technically I guess parts of Florida are but we're still the bottom of the barrel.
0: Yeah, we down there. We
1: down there. Uh,
0: south later of heaven. That, here, here you go, Ricky. Later that night, oh, we're getting to it. It's, it's coming up. Later that night, Bronson is rambling about war atrocities. He's telling some crazy war story while we circle around his camp. Oh of, yeah, I love hoboes. this scene so much. Yeah. All the scumbags are sitting there eating, drinking, fucking whatever they're doing in the background and laughing when he talks about blowing people away with his fucking gun. Outstanding chow, he says.
1: Outstanding fucking chow.
0: (laughs) Elsewhere in the junkyard, Bert, Freddy and Kevin are enjoying their chicken dinner. And Bert introduces some of his stinky Pete boy. Is it stinky Pete or sneaky Pete? Sneaky Pete. Oh, it was sneaky Pete. That's okay. You you can be stinky. Stinky works too. It's just a
1: little
2: thing. That's right. (laughs) What he says, it
1: cures headaches, nausea, VD, all kind of shit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's a concoction of aged whiskey and some of his own piss. Like we said before, you got to (laughs) thin that shit out a little bit. Yeah. And he – so you got the information dump on uh, Bronson. Now you get the information dump on Bill the Cop because he's like, Bill is a transplant who was removed from another precinct after seeing too much action, I guess. They yeah, wanted to get fucking him, with a, them
1: Rasta Ferrarians
0: Rasta Ferrarians <laughs> <laughs> he, they tried to the, I guess the cops were trying to give him a cushier job now but he's like fuck that I want to investigate
3: right he don't want to be a
0: desk cop no fuck all of that shit he likes to be in the shit yeah dude Yeah, boy. so Freddy wanders off he's going to go back to Ed's store he wants his pint of Viper he still hasn't had a sip yet this is it this is the dream sequence what we got going on here
1: one of my favorite dream sequences ever. Bronson sleeping in his little iron bum throne thing. You start getting the uh, you start getting the Vietnamese people, and one yeah. thing that I noticed on this on this watch, they really like they they come out of the darkness, but they really focus on their faces, and I really feel like it, it might have not have been a conscious decision, but I really feel like these are the ghosts of his past haunting, obviously. You know? Because um, it really makes a point to show you their faces. Some of them even have, like, vampire fangs, it looks like. Yeah, and they start
0: biting him and shit.
1: They start biting him on the legs, and then he's in some very cleverly lit areas, with like this little fucking shed with the red light. He comes across what appears to be windy, tied up in some kind of a North Viet Cong camp yeah after killing a few guys mm-hmm. he um rescues her quote-unquote um she start he takes his shirt off and she starts kissing him on the nipples there's explosions everywhere <laughs> like this <laughs> this is just
2: blowing in the wind it's this, so scene is,
1: this scene is so strange man it, it's true it really is it's it's very surreal <laughs> It's very oh. surreal. and, and I, was ho-
0: I was hoping you were going to be like, no, dude, you're right. It is romantic, right? <laughs> right.
1: It's super romantic. Um, And so he's like screaming and shit. And he reaches in his sleep next to him. He has a live grenade. Yeah. And he fucking throws it randomly. Oh. It blows up. He freaks out. Who was on watch? Who was on watch? Fucking
3: chapter 11, section 7. Whoever is on watch is responsible for interacting with whatever pussies are in my camper or around it.
0: After that, Freddy finds Ed's store closed, and then he finds an extremely drunk woman in the alley outside of what I take it as an Italian restaurant because we're about to get introduced to the most Italian stereotypes of all time. They're the best. Uh, I'm not kidding. When I say that the the two characters we're about to meet are probably my favorite characters in the film. Yeah. They're, they're fucking, they're on my list too, bud. Uh, This drunk lady confuses Freddie for her boyfriend, Nick or Nikki. And she's like, I want you, I want you all the way in me.
1: Oh, the shit she says to Freddie. Goddamn.
0: Uh, Freddie escorts her away through all her pillow talk and this this waiter is standing outside the restaurant, watches them go by and he's like, "Eh." Some other fucking guy was snooping around the corner smoking a cigarette. He goes inside and tells Nick Durant. Nick Durant comes outside hobbling along with his cane, all fucking like Dr. Loomis from (laughs) Halloween 4 style and (laughs) he's, he's basically like you saw someone leave. I can't do the Italian thing real good. But he's yeah. like, you saw someone leave with my chick and you didn't fucking come tell me. Right. He's like, oh, well, yeah, I know you're a big man around here. I never would have, I, I would have told you, I didn't see nothing. And it's that like, guy no was lady. also
2: just like eating chicken outside the building. Yeah,
0: right. he was eating a drumstick outside there. <laughs> These guys have a good chemistry together. And they, they, they also have quips, kind of like how Ed and Freddie have quips. But I think theirs is kind of next level. Yeah. Uh, so after that, Freddie takes the drunken girl back to the aforementioned junkyard clubhouse that we're we're currently in it's not a cabin it's not a castle we're in the clubhouse tonight y'all it's it's getting nasty and they're followed by what i call trash ghouls trash ghouls (laughs) What?
2: (laughs) that's what i'm
0: gonna be for halloween
1: dude. trash ghouls man no they do look like some night of the living dead shit while they're stalking them they really do yeah they're like
2: creeping through the shadows giggling like monsters yeah even yeah. that,
1: even that big chubby one that like, like always gremlins. makes me laugh. That that big chubby <laughs> one that always makes me laugh every time I see him. Like y- you know the one, the one yeah, that yeah. He's up like, "How's
2: nice, beautiful day, isn't it?" That yeah, guy. yeah.
1: I can't <laughs> I can't look at that guy without smiling. But even he's like, "Oh yeah,
0: we're getting into it now." You know. Yeah, he gets mad later. Oof. Um, <laughs> so so all of them are watching, and I I assume they're jerking it right they it pretty heavily yeah. yeah all the trash ghouls are jerking off while they're watching freddie fuck this chick and fall all over inside his 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 tire hut Oof. and <laughs> that scene is so uncomfortable <laughs> the
2: car seat they're on tops over and yeah. she thinks they're on a bed she's like the bed fell
0: <laughs> right right <laughs> oh. she she's in, she's into the whole thing so at, up to this point i'm like hey man you know it is what it is but Freddie again—he just loves to bail out of this place. He he rolls out, and the trash ghouls begin to tear this place apart. Pull her! I love out.
1: how they just like reach through the tires and just like pull her. <laughs>
0: yeah, through all that rubber, because they ain't gonna be wearing no rubbers. We find out later. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm glad
1: it. they decided not to show this because I I find it I find it distasteful. I'm just gonna it's, say
2: it it's a pretty uncomfortable scene
1: yeah i find it distasteful but thankfully they didn't make us watch it they just insinuated what happens
0: yeah and that'll come up
1: later in my rating so you know
0: it 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 makes it it makes it worse when you know that the 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 woman who was in this scene actually went through something not not i mean not like this this is crazy yeah Um, i don't think she died but you know no, it's she kind of, well, she didn't die, and also it wasn't in a junkyard full of trash ghouls, right? But they might as well have been trash. They are trash ghouls. Never they're fine. trash, they trash ghoul. ghouls. They're they're the RL trash miss- ghouls. Yeah, I misspoke. Um, <laughs> while while Wizzy is being accosted by some street punks who apparently want to set him on fire,
1: which is which is punk as fuck, I might add. I guess is it, I is don't it? know. I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I, I don't think, think so. it is. But they're punk as fuck. They are punk as fuck. They look, look. punk as fuck anyway. The way Fucking they sneak
2: punk. up on him too and just like show him the knife from behind his face.
0: Yeah. Was it, Hey, was it, was it, was it an eighties, uh, switchblade? Like, like, push yeah. Yeah. On. One of those
2: ones that pop up. Hell
0: yeah. I, I love those knives. I, yeah, I love, they're, the love best.
2: They, they're scary as fuck.
0: <laughs> they are. And I love when they show up in an eighties movie. I'm like, oh, I know what, I know what decade this film was made in. I know immediately, right. immediately, um, Wizzy gets picked up by Bill And thrown into a police van full of prostitutes A.K.A. the Pussy Posse
1: Right, they mentioned earlier
0: That's what they're (laughs) known as Um, And they're repulsed By the smell of Wizzy the Weasel
1: Except for one of them Well, well, she might be repulsed But she's like, hey, I could put I could throw in the nose (laughs) She's like, I could throw in the nose plugs for free If
2: you've got (laughs) Grinding
1: (laughs) Grinding, partner but it Bill... don't work out because he pissed himself. Anyway, you'll get there.
0: <laughs> well, he... Bill punches through the fucking wall of this plate, through the fucking iron window. Which is the it, best. Oh, it's great. And he's grabbing <laughs> Wizzy and shaking him down for Bronson information or whatever, and he threatens him with a shower, to which Wizzy's like, I don't know nothing. I don't want to know nothing. I don't want no shower. Yeah, he he's like wanna... the guy from Pootie Tang, bro. He's like, no! <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: it's his only weakness is a fucking fresh bath so they but they gave him a shower so the next morning he wakes up fresh as hell with some new duds and he's like in the backseat of some junked out car in the salvage yard and he
1: somehow looks creepier than he did before yeah being well, clean and with the new clothes to me
0: if we know and then if... he like
2: he like empties out some of the bottles and starts rubbing booze on him like <laughs> right, yeah,
0: right? yes what the fuck it's like he can't wait to be trashy again it's yeah, almost right.
2: like he like I feel like that was a hint that like he won't be accepted in his circle unless he's street <laughs> trash. Unless he's a trash ghoul.
0: Yeah, yeah. You have there, to be a fucking trash ghoul, cuz. They, they were it. gonna call him
1: a poser and
0: kick him yeah, out.
2: Get the fuck back up town. <laughs> right.
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> Where the food's better. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> in the in the in the the salvage office, Schneiser is making the he- heaviest type of advance, both with his heavy ass body. <laughs> And in the way he's doing it, he's literally oh, laying man. on top of Wendy on this sort of it looks like a comfy ass chair, but it rolls around. They're rolling all over the office. And he's like, guy, you know, you want it or something like that. And she's like, he's Get really off of me.
1: he's really gross. But it's 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 shot really well. I I really like. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's gross, but it's a it's a very well shot scene because the way the camera moves with the chair and everything it's, it's, it's really well done.
0: To me, it's not a threatening scene. I think it's played for laughs because of the sure. stuff, and stuff. Sure I is. find it funny. The and fact it's that definitely
1: he... it's better taste than the previous one for sure.
0: Yeah. The other one was I like definitely...
2: I like that he 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 fucking gives out for a second. She thinks right. he had a heart attack and died on top and of she,
1: her. And the phone starts <laughs> ringing and she's desperately trying to get it. And she's like,
0: please. No she's one's like gonna just find out me. of reach too. She's like, <laughs> No
3: one's ever gonna find me. <laughs>
0: I, I, we got to say, this dude, and look, I ain't body shaming, all right? I'm just saying. My boy
1: is four or five hundo easy, he, I guess. He big, I don't know. He a,
2: he a
0: big Oompa Loompa man. He it would have
2: taken her a while to chew her way through.
0: Yeah, yeah. which he and suggests. He, <laughs> yeah, he suggested that, too. If you were so worried, you'd have chewed, you'd have chewed your way through or something like that. He and does. starts he starts biting at her. <laughs> He fucking smacks him away. She gets away from him. And he's walking through the yard, bitching about his life, about his wife, his kids. Oh, yeah. Running the junkyard. He's bitching about the runaways, the roaches, the heat, the hobo dog that's licking. The prickly Um, heat. (laughs) He's got like this junkyard dog that's licking licking, like where his crotch is, kind of, but it's his gut. Right, right. PP would be as well. <laughs> that's how big the man is. I'm just saying. Right, right. Sorry.
1: I think I think he probably uh, finished a little bit or something. I think maybe that's why he temporarily passed out. Yeah, it I was felt like his pants were kind of gross, and the dog was like, if it, "What if is they this?" Were
2: implying that that's what that was, or if it was pissed. But it's like
1: I think I think I think I'm the sure. dog was like, "What is this?" And and yeah, that's I think he's that's, like,
2: "Don't do that."
1: right and then he, he <laughs> calls it calls his dog a homo and
0: uh <laughs> the dog the dog was like what's this tapioca yeah people get <laughs> dogs get called homos people get called homos in this movie again this movie was of another time if you watch sure. it have that mindset or or don't i don't know i hate i hate always pandering but i feel like i have to. sure if you're um, easily
2: offended watch this movie
0: there you go. Yeah, <laughs> there, there you go. Right. Yeah, get get get, a, get an injection of some fuck it. Um Right. That's why
1: this movie's cosmic because it'll make you cosmic.
0: Oh god damn it. I'll so, <laughs> <so, laughs> keep you, you know, sure it'll make you that cosmically that indifferent. Street. Yeah, it 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 could. Okay, philosophically, this sure. movie could be cosmic. All right. So, uh <laughs> after he shooes his dog away, Schneiser sees a dead body. And it's the dead blue body of the woman that was attacked by the trash ghouls. Right. And he gets an idea. A grotesque, gnarly idea. (laughs) At the same time, Freddie finds himself on Bronson's turf and is attacked by the crazed brute who wants his money. Uh, Mid-attack, the men are pissed on by another bum from behind a wall. And Bronson pulls his dick off. Yep. Just pulls it off. Like he's fucking night of the great off,
2: <laughs> bro, and,
0: then, and it
1: takes that dude a minute to really grasp the situation
2: too. And the, the high pitched voice he's making, yeah, like, that's hilarious.
0: <laughs> it's like he says, "You have no dick now. You have a high. I, I think it's the balls, right? You have to lose your testosterone or something." I, for I that still to think it like would
1: that. take a while, but sure, I guess. Is
0: that even a thing? If you if you if you have a deep voice and you lose your your testicles. Wouldn't you still have a deep voice, though? That's your. That's I mean, your you vocal. might
1: go down an octave, but uh, I doubt it would go from regular to... I'm not a you biologist, know. so I
0: don't know, but I'm not you're a, right. I'm not a that nut voice, expert. That voice is not a... I'm, I'm bitching, but I'm not mad at it. I love that he's like, eh, I I can't even go that It's that comical. Way. Oh, yeah, it's, it's the best. It makes me think of, like, some Three Stooges type of shit for some and reason. And
1: speaking of comical another oh. scene that elevates this movie to the status of film
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> fucking penis uh, keep away pretty much yeah An epic
1: this... game of keep away
2: penis is this movie cosmical <laughs> yeah
1: it's cosmical
2: <laughs> as fuck
0: <laughs> that's a new term on the nightclub cosmical hell yeah
1: thanks man <laughs>
0: Holy shit, it's going to get used, too. Get ready. Definitely. Cosmical as fuck, boy. <laughs> boy? <laughs> boy. What? They, they They've got... They, they Yeah, they're tossing this dick around, and, and all the hobos are in on it in the junkyard. They're keeping it away from that poor, poor man. I just feel bad for, for that guy. And what it always gonna...
1: bums me out, no pun intended. It always bums <laughs> me out the way he has to dive. Belly first into that fucking dirty ass puddle to catch it. And it's like uh, you know his old stump dick, what's left of it, touches that nasty water, and it just it really bums me out.
2: And like what's yeah. he gonna do? Where's he gonna go? A he, hospital. He
1: he hops on that fucking bus though. Dude, I like yeah. how the
2: taxi driver's like, oh fuck no, and he drives <laughs> <the bus.
3: laughs> I mean, would you? Probably.
0: He literally jumps up on the back of a school bus, but I oh, didn't want to say. Screaming kids! I don't know the name of the man. I know the name of the woman. Lorena Bobbitt cut off her husband's dick. Yeah. Um, literally threw it out of her car window, driving past the field. The cops and and the husband find the dick. He gets it reattached and then goes on to do porn. That's a real story. Right. So you don't know. Frank no and doesn't know.
1: Frank and Weenie boy? Yeah.
0: Oh, oh, that's so horrible. <laughs> uh, bill the cop learns about nick durant's girlfriend being found dead at the junkyard and goes to talk to nick who identified the body nick and his waiter are sitting there waiting to be questioned and this is when you get some of the best fucking banter in the movie definitely the waiter the waiter is rattling off about all kinds of shit that the guy—he's ratting hard. He is just—oh yeah, ratting. he's
1: he's tattling, boy. <laughs> he's going off. He's, he's talking about cigarette butts head. in the stew and all kind of shit, bro. He's trying saying everything he can think
0: of. <laughs> basically, man, like for real, and, talking, he's like, be- and at the same
1: time talking shit, bro. He talks <laughs> like, so much shit today. This guy. dude is
2: basically Takashi six nine. <laughs>
0: Yeah, rat on, hey, you know what? Rattatattling, boy. I ain't going to lie, though. I mean, I don't know about that dude's whole story, but I ain't. Sorry. you in the game. You're in the game. I don't even know what.
1: I just know he was telling. That's all I know. I don't know what the hell was going and on. I, I'm
0: going to say it right now. I'm going to say it right now. Say it, it bro. Gonna, Let gonna him know. I'm going to tell him. You're gonna I'ma tell, tell on.
4: Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> tell on you, motherfuckers. I'm gonna tell
3: on you, motherfuckers. I'm telling you right now. I'm gonna tell on you. I'm gonna no, tell um, the teacher.
1: I'm gonna tell your mama. I'm gonna tell the principal. <laughs> I'm gonna tell the cops. Like that. Tell your landlord. The
0: grocery store. <laughs> I'm gonna tell that old honky bitch at the st- grocery store. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. And then she's
1: gonna tell the manager. We're gonna yeah. tell, bro. Fuck
0: tell that. It. So he's Nick the Dick. He's the Don of douchebags. Everyone says this behind his back, according to this waiter.
1: He can't tell the difference between chicken and duck?
0: No. the co- bill. Bill's like, hey, you know, I can't protect you 24 hours a day, right? And and, and the waiter's like, well, you know, witness protection. And, and Bill's right. like.
1: For telling them that there's cigarette
0: butts in the stew.
1: <laughs> this dude thought he was going to get witness protection for telling them about the cigarette butts in the stew. <laughs>
0: Nick's like you're you're, it. A dead, you're a dead man now.
1: Oh yeah, he's like you know what you are a fucking dead man.
0: The, the waiter's like, my mother weeps. No, when I work for you, I come home and she weeps.
1: I hope she's got a black dress. She's gonna need it. <laughs> I love <laughs> the I love the dialogue between them two. That's man. It's hard so as good. fuck.
0: <laughs> the next scene, you get the most plaid hitman of all time. He's His jacket
1: plaid. is fucking amazing. I must say. I would wear the fuck out of that.
0: From from my memory, everything he's wearing is just straight-up plaid. Um, Maybe so.
1: I I just specifically remember his eyebrows. I remember his eyebrows being crazy and his jacket.
0: He tries to off Freddy in a grungy bathroom that's – I guess it's in the salvage or like like out in the shop. And he's like, can you do two things at once? Which I don't know what that means in the context of what he then goes on to say, which is like, I'm the guy that's going to kill you because you – Got the girl killed of my guy or some shit. I don't know. It's a complicated line.
4: Yeah.
0: Oddly complicated for this film. Um, Yeah, he tries to off Freddy, They run out of there and they're met immediately by Bill who gives the the hitman an ultimatum. You can either die in combat or rot in jail and the hitman's like fuck Fuck it. it? Throws his gun away. He easily could have shot Bill in the fucking face.
1: Right. He didn't want to rot in jail, man. He wants to die in combat. You're a hitman. Plot. You, need a,
0: you should have... Yeah, I know. I know. Again, Plot. I'm, 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 I'm nitpicking for the sake of fun. Sure. I, I, I love that he decides, rocket right. throws his gun away, and they fight. And Bill beats the shit out of this dude. Yeah. And, and I guess kills him, throws him into the urinal, and then... Throws up him, on him.
2: Because you can just do that when you're a cop, right?
0: Right. Well... So strange, in, but I love it. He induces vomiting yeah. with his fingers on camera and pukes on the man, the dead yeah. man in the urinal. <laughs> that's
1: wild. It really yeah. is. And that's when I knew he was the best cop ever. Bro. Bill the cop, the best cop. <laughs> the cop the cop we need, not the cop we deserve. <laughs> or maybe the cop we deserve, not the cop we need. I don't <laughs> yeah. know, something.
0: Real, real quick, Schneiser follows Bill out of the yard, and he's like, Hey, what's what's happening with that dead girl? And he's like, oh, <laughs> she she had layers of cum in her. Right. And, and, and the third guy from the last had syphilis. And and then you <laughs> then you see Schneiser like scratching his big crotch. I don't know his fat crotch is what he's scratching. There's a lot of problems with this. With he's this. like,
2: wait, can you guys tell whose is who? Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the third Which, from the last. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> like that's what? not.
0: Yeah, a lot of problems with this movie. Um, Bill and Nick, they have an exchange that doesn't go very well after this. And Nick drives away, and Bill's like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm going to talk to Bronson. And at the same time, Freddie and Kevin have sort of a falling out um, over Freddie being kind of distant and sort of abusive to his little brother.
1: Yeah, Freddie's an asshole for real, though. He is. His brother.
0: After entering the salvage yard. Bill is distracted by Wynette while Bronson stabs him in the back with that femur bone blade. And it's basically Hulk Hogan versus the ultimate warrior right right now. Yeah, they're like
2: like whipping each other across the
0: junkyard.
1: He picks Wynette up and throws her against the fucking bus or some shit, too. (laughs)
3: Oh, yeah. Some Ah, trivia here.
0: The two actors actually agreed to actually, like, throw punches.
3: Nice. So that was real? Yeah. Wow.
0: And hold no grudges. Like, hey, if you bust my nose, fuck it. Like, let's do this shit. Hard I wonder spot. if
1: he. I wonder if he really pissed on him after. No. Because oh, that, that would have taken those those two actors to another level.
0: That's method acting. You know what I'm saying? Fucking piss method. Way she piss goes. It. <laughs>
2: the piss method.
0: Way she goes. Way um, she goes. I hate boys. to say, I fucking so <laughs> But a am fucking a told us Just just like WrestleMania six. The typical hero does not come out on top. Fucking Bronson chokes Bill to death.
2: After stabbing him in the back with that uh,
0: femur. Femur Yeah, with the femur bone knife. Fuck you. Give me a bottle of booze. Here's my dollar. Suck Suck my my dick. dick. (laughs) That's my Here's your
1: booze. Suck your own dick what else oh man i don't remember he tells him to suck
2: his dog's dick and then the other guy goes
0: why don't you suck my dog's dick (laughs) 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 freddie goes back to 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 ed he he finally buys a bottle of viper he's venting about all his recent issues involving the hitman the cops his brother but ed sends him packing and a few blocks away before freddie can take a single sip the fat homeless man that Ricky loves to smile at shows up, yeah. swigs his own bottle of Viper, and the meltdown begins. The fat man falls against the wall; his stomach expands like he's Violet from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. All these noises of his impending doom draw Freddy's attention, and then the man explodes in a shower of burning, acidic flesh. Distraught, Freddy races to warn Ed about his tainted supply. Along but the way. First... <laughs> along the opportunity way opportunity <laughs> arrives <laughs> ready spots wizzy looking kind of i don't know like fancy He looks right. like he has like a like a like a like a old rich man's house robe on or some shit i don't right. know what the fuck to even yeah, call I it but I, don't, I don't know <laughs> he's leaning like code, biscuits, yeah, a house coat
1: that's a house coat that's what they call it here that's a house coat
2: <laughs> can you legally call it a house coat if you're homeless i don't know I, I
1: prefer the term
3: I, <laughs> I prefer the to- I topic. prefer
1: the term domicile impaired myself, but sure.
3: <laughs> oh, domicile impaired
1: <laughs> I love I love Freddy's acting right here. When he's like leading them on cause he's like ha. What a homo. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Wizzy's an asshole and Wizzy's a schmuck. Wizzy's a homo and Wizzy's a schmuck what an asshole and he's like pretending not to know he's there just like wizzy's dumb enough to believe that people just walk around and talk about how dumb and schmucky wizzy is so he's just saying his shit out
0: loud and wizzy is that dumb Wizzy's he that dumb because he believes he bites right away fucking attacks and Bert shows up out of nowhere save save uh, Ready, but Freddie's like, "Oh man, give him the bottle. Give it to him." <laughs> right, right? He shows up and
2: saves him wearing a gas mask. Fuck I
0: was yeah.
1: I was really concerned for a moment that that Bert was going to drink the Viper and not Wizzy. I was I was genuinely worried that that was going to get all fucked up. I agree. They,
0: thankfully, it did not. No, because Wizzy is a whiz and he picks up.
1: And he is that much of a schmuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what did he pick up? It's like a.
1: Like a board or a something, piece of a pipe. Shit. I don't know, pipe yeah. something.
0: He fucking knocks Bert out. And something very stripper. This is. I'm sorry that this is one of my favorite lines in the movie, but it is. I'm gonna be honest. It makes me laugh hard. <laughs> fucking, um, Freddie's. Freddie's like, oh, come on, man. I ain't. Uh, I, don't drink. Don't drink it. I haven't taken it. I've been shitting myself for weeks or something. He's like, right. look, do whatever you want to Bert. He's black. No one's going to give a shit. But don't drink my Viper, man.
1: Right. It's like he's totally putting the Viper above his friend. God but, but, damn. This,
0: this, but this goes into all the subtext y'all are talking about a commentary yeah. on American society and how people don't care about the black man. And also, right. also, it's like, again, with this, these opportunities presenting themselves and how awful something can turn out whenever you're literally being an opportunist for i guess just pure greed's sake right um his friends knocked out on the fucking ground now and he's about right. to get someone else to drink themselves to death because you know viper and all that There, there, there's metaphors all in here with the guard if you're religious there it could be a garden of eden sort of thing going on i mean you could talk to someone smarter than me and you'll probably find something in there about that my brain can make that slight connection but i'm not well versed enough to like really dive into that sort of stuff but um but but i could see it being brought up or tied into it but it's still funny i laugh because of the way he says it what he says
4: it's just it's funny because like
0: like, who the fuck would say that (laughs) right right there's that and like i said i think if chappelle would say it people would laugh and it'd be okay it's a movie from the 80s what are you gonna do what are you Um, gonna do bro
1: you've got to be based and woke you've got to be Boke or waste.
0: <laughs> Boak. Yeah. I I like the next line a lot too though because after or that bake. You've got to be bake. Let's all be know. baked. Let's all be baked and then the world will get along. That's I don't it. think you
2: can watch this movie unless you're baked.
0: No, you can. Ricky does it all the time. Yeah. You get baked. Yeah. I should though. You
1: should. I should make a I should make a point to watch it baked next time.
0: I I like the next line a lot too though, because Wizzy's like you better learn to respect the whiz
1: Oh yeah bro. <laughs> I love the way he says it too He's like you want your viper watch it Watch it disappear And he puts it to his lips and before he drinks it he's like I should fucking kill you you dumb son of a bitch
0: <laughs> He predictably drinks from the bottle And falls victim to the horrors Of this corrosive elixir Freddy He, he goes on Checks on Bert He's like alright he's good continues on to eds who at that moment is drinking some of the viper himself and freddie finds his friend running from the store oozing out onto the sidewalk falling over and trying to crawl away in a heap of his own melted mess don't drip on so me ed. <laughs> so yeah right i, I love it because he knows by this point that like even the liquid coming off of these people is is gonna fucking eat away at you so he's like oh right. shit don't drip on me ed <laughs> uh, back at the salvage yard more really having... cool camera work too i might add oh yeah yeah oh, this movie is just like you said clicking along man camera work score we haven't touched on the score a whole lot but it's unique all in the, in and of itself and um, for
1: as long as the movie is it doesn't feel long it's not that like it's if... like super long but it, it yeah it's just well
2: paced like if the content of this movie wasn't so absolutely fucked this would be like a Really good-looking movie and a good-sounding movie. Sure, for especially for '87. Yeah, or it was '84. They were filmed. They filmed it, right?
0: Yeah, they filmed it in '84. Yeah, and it didn't get released until '87. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm gonna say uh, Well, we're, we're not on final thoughts yet, but I, I'll say, I think this movie looks amazing. Um, oh yeah from a, from a from a cinematography standpoint, and and knowing what they had to work with, yeah, this is this is some top-notch. Camera work and cinematography right here. Back at the Salvage Yard, Bronson is having battlefield flashbacks, like he's out in the midst of the poppy fields, crying and sawing people's fucking bones. While in real life, he is fashioning a femur bone into a weapon yet again. Yeah, it's most likely Bill's. Right, um, that's his thing. That's what he does. Don't hate. You're gonna do. Don't be fucking hating on his femur bone blade, bro. <laughs> Some of his subjects offer him a bottle of Viper But Wynette takes it from him angrily Claiming he never
3: gives up the good stuff You greedy scum bastard You never share the goods, never Well I want some You bitch You never defile me like that In front of the men She guzzles
0: some down Bronson is pissed But his anger quickly turns to confusion and fear When Wynette begins to melt down Puss and slime pour over her lactating breast and she collapses onto the nearby car, dripping to her demise. Sarah! What the fuck
4: is happening?
0: Kevin and Wendy into the office Right before they can bump uglies He's bursting in there hell bent to kill Fucking Kevin I I do I'm like So much is wrong with we're not Touching on Wendy a lot We, we mentioned Before that she's got like a good heart and a Dumb brain she knows not to be Taken advantage of sexually But she's willing to throw Herself at a bum kid right? Like for real Ready to suck that Dirty D
1: I was about to say, man. At least take the kid home and give him a bath. You do have a home. You don't have to do this at that office.
2: Maybe that's her thing.
1: Maybe, oh, maybe that's her.
2: Kid. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's why she hangs out so much. Sucking <laughs> the soot, it. bro. <laughs> soot sucker. <laughs> she that soot, <laughs> oh, soot sucker. Oh, god. She the soot sucker. Oh.
0: The sit sucker of Humboldt got a She got a soot fetish. Oof. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, uh, after a game of cat and mouse, Freddie comes to his brother's rescue, breaking a bottle of Viper on Bronson's face. And although it melts some of the flesh, it's to no avail. Bronson is too berserker at this point.
1: Yeah, and Kevin also smacked him into fucking balls with uh, some fucking tie rods. But, yeah, that... I like the creativity of that scene, but then you have this scene, which has some of my favorite dialogue. Brons's delivery here is actually kind of—that's why I sent you the video of it. Like, it—it it, it really is kind of scary.
0: Like, I want to say, I want—I want to say for real, like, not to cut you off, but this whole ending scene, I genuinely find effective. Like, effective oh, yeah. in, in a real way. Yeah, chase all that. Um, in my opinion. I, yeah, I agree. I think, in fact, so I'm, I'm going to save what I want to say for the final thoughts. I hope I remember. If I don't, Ricky, please say final scene. What did you really think? Okay. Um, Bronson begins his beat down of Freddie and Wendy. He tosses her off while Kevin carefully aims a tank of acetylene. He breaks the top off, launching the canister directly through the upper half of Bronson, decapitating and just, just completely fucking obliterating his upper half. Yeah,
1: like bludgeoning his fucking head and neck off.
0: (laughs) He kills the the would-be junkyard king, saving our would-be hero, and Wendy rushes to Kevin's side as we cut again to the title card, Street Trash. And during the end credits, we see the waiter tied up, the waiter from the restaurant, and he's trying to calmly talk his way out of being killed by Nick Durand and his men. Nick finds a bottle of hooch on the kid, and he takes a victory sip. But that bottle, yeah. though, happens to be ten of You
3: know, Mr. Duran, uh, that stuff I said about the roast duck and the glaze with car wax, that was, I was just kidding around. You looked like you needed a laugh. We all needed a laugh that night, huh? And, uh, I mean, that's a fine dish. I eat it all the time on my breaks. I mean, the night your girlfriend got raped and murdered, I had a piece. You, know? it was, you saw me in front of the restaurant. You mm-hmm. You're a nice kid. Now it's no more Nick the Dick, huh? Remember this afternoon at the police station? Look at me when I talk to you. Afternoon, on the police station, on. Nick the Dick. Nick the
4: Dick.
3: Huh? I don't know the difference between chicken and duck. You're making me out a real fucking imbecile. That's what you're trying to do. No, no, I was just a little nervous, that's all. You know, the cop, the bull, wanted to wire me up, wanted me to come in here and rant on you guys. And one I more thing, no what you guys? Look at me when I talk to you. I'm, I'm looking at you. Right? you My girlfriend's smell is what brought the fucking bum over, I huh? You misunderstood what I was saying. I, I, I said she stinks, but I mean, she stinks of beauty she wasn't a nice lady when she was alive, you know, but, uh... Yeah. You know. I don't know for you, you fucking cocksucker. You <laughs> dirtbag. Hold oh, this fucking hair. thing. I hit you with the cane, yeah? Huh? You know what I'm gonna do with this cane? I'm gonna shove it down your throat until it comes out of your fucking asshole, you big mouth <laughs> bastard. Hey, What's on. this? Uh-huh. What is this? Oh, pay attention. What is this? Hey, Mr. Duran, you know, I look up to you. You look, you know, I, I look at you. I see an Adonis. You know what look I mean? Look at this. He's I, drinking I, on my I love fucking you. job. I I told you to search this prick before you brought him up. I suppose this was a piece. Drinking on a fucking job and eating my chicken. You ain't going to be satisfied until you're me and I'm you. That's what you're waiting for, huh? You're cute, boy. You're cute. I love you. I love you. Shut up, you cocksucker. You talk too much. Shut up. Wait a minute. Let me, let me kiss the ring. Let me kiss your ring. You know what you're going to kiss? You're going to kiss my prick, you fucking rat. Nikki, Louie, we got the stool pigeon. Nobody can stop us, huh? This is to you, you rat, (coughs) Azalut. Oh Jesus, you fuck you! What's the matter, boss? Hey, uh, you're not looking too well, boss. Kill the rat. Holy shit, he's dripping. (coughs) Oh. Whoa, oh, get a mop. What the fuck is happening? Oh, look at that, you that stuff spewing! Oh, man. You What's the matter? You can't you hold your liquor, you huh? Oh, Oh, shit. What's... What the fuck with my balls? Kiss your Back. prick. It's dripping down the you stairs. Mooey, Dickie! kill him. Hey, I'm the new Don. Put Come on. I'm tell you, will you, fellas? Because I think I'm going to take his cane. Get that ring before it gets all messed up, will you? Turn
0: around, you prick, you. And that was street trash. So... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say right 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 here, right now. I'll start it off since I didn't want to uh, fucking forget. The, the ending of this movie where where the chase happens, but but like, like Ricky, like you said, that actual final moments where Bronson's fucking, you know, coming down on Freddy and Kevin, and he is just being very imposing, very threatening. And the kill itself... The effects where you see the canister flying off into the distance in the same shot as the head falling to the ground. Yeah. And then you get this art house piece of slow motion magic with Wendy running over past the head while he upskirts his head, his fucking head, Bronson's right. head upskirts her with his eyes. And then she goes next to Kevin and the music that's playing while it's happening. It feels like it's taken from a whole different movie that was taking itself seriously but not, right. which is maybe what this movie was doing all along. I don't know. Um, there, there, There's a lot about this movie that I really like. There's a few things that I – actually, you know what? There's not a fucking thing I have a problem with. Not one thing. This... Zero things. I have zero problems i feel very very tempted to give this movie a fucking 10 out of 10 (laughs) (laughs) for pure enjoyment yeah um it's not a schlocky second which here on the nightclub we 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 haven't done one in a long time almost a year uh we're due one very soon but definitely not a
1: schlocky second this is another level of
0: goodness It's too competent. It's way too competent, yeah. It's like half
2: social commentary, half just out there, do whatever, try to make it funny and ridiculous.
1: And people who knew what they were doing worked on it. You know, it's not like like watching Mystics in Bali.
2: (laughs) They definitely didn't fail to pull off what they were trying to do. Like, it's very obvious that they set out to make this movie exactly what it turned out to be.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we, when you have when you have the ending song be what it is, you know that you're tongue in cheek about your own film, Right. but that right. doesn't mean that they weren't putting important or somewhat important things. Like they were trying to say something, maybe with the subtext for someone who was maybe looking for that kind of thing. If you're not, if you're turning your brain off, if you're turning your brain off, this is a ten out of ten.
1: Absolutely.
0: If you're not. I would put this movie somewhere around a eight and a half out of 10. But for the purposes of this podcast, I'm giving this movie a 10 out of 10 street Trash uh, is, damn. is pure enjoyment. I have zero problems with this movie. This is my third time watching it. I, I watched it twice with Joe Bob once by itself with, with no Joe Bob. I've got no problems. I don't care about the things that some people would have problems with. I, I'm whatever. I'm 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 more woke than you woke fucks. I can see past it, so fuck you. Go woke, wake, <laughs> wake yourself up from your fucking stupid woke I'm that you're gonna. <laughs> <B-woke. dry laughs> I'm, mo, I'm mo woke. Mo oh, woke. Shit. I'm mo woke. Boom.
1: <laughs> the reason I, the reason they call me mo woke is because I'm more woke than
0: you. That's right. Yeah, man. Fuck Taking it. Taking you back to the stuff now different movie. <laughs> I mean, but he's but but Mo Rutherford is a Southerner, so fuck it. Also different well, yeah. podcast. We never covered this stuff here. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> blow harsh show. Yeah, bud. Yeah, bud. Yeah, but 10 out of 10. Um Corey, what you got, man?
2: I'm going to also Final give thoughts? it a 10 out of 10, man. Yeah.
0: Like
2: I've seen this fuck. movie this this was my fourth time watching it since I first saw it and it's just as enjoyable. I laugh just as hard. Uh yeah, no feelings have changed since the first time I've seen it, so if it holds up after four watches, I got to give it a 10.
1: Hell yeah, man. I don't want to be a, a parakeet, but uh, I've got I've to gotta mimic it all to a degree. In terms of enjoyment, definitely a 10 out of 10, because every time I watch this movie, I have fun. I have a blast, as a matter of fact, and... That's after a handful of watches, four or five, whatever. Uh, it doesn't get old. The only scene that, that irks me a little bit is the implied trash ghoul gang rape. That, that just makes me uncomfortable. It doesn't alter the film, but that, that concept makes me uncomfortable. But not enough to make me score the film differently because it is a film.
0: Uh, I will say this about that scene, per, like personally, if this was a different type of movie, played serious, yeah, I would find that scene way more. Uh, like, I'm not gonna watch a Serbian film. We, well, me and Ricky have said this before. I don't know if we said it on the show, but he and I both are like we've never seen a Serbian film and we don't plan on it because we know right. what's in it. Just don't really
1: care, care to.
0: If I if if I knew a movie was all about a certain thing that you know i knew i know was going to make me really uncomfortable then i would probably like a serbian film stay away from it just because i'm like i'm good like i'm good i could watch it i could survive it i'm not going to be sure. offended and i'm glad right. it exists we're right we're glad i would it never exists.
1: i would never tell someone what they can and can't put to film unless it was real you know
0: right
2: for me like i own a serbian film i've seen it twice um, I would never recommend that movie to anyone. Like unless you're like a seasoned horror veteran and you're looking to make yourself uncomfortable. Right. Then I guess go for it, but I don't Want tell those people
0: feels. To like it. <laughs> and that's what I mean by saying I could watch it tonight and, and be fine sure. tomorrow. I just don't I have no desire. But I'm not judging people who do. I'm like I'm saying it's I'm glad like, them-
1: It's kinda like if someone was like, Hey, I had this tasty ice cream that I made out of I don't know, tarantula guts. Would you like to try it? I could try it and I'd live through it, but I kind of just don't want to.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, like I just
0: kind of don't want to do it. That's a fair enough analogy, but that scene doesn't strike me the same way it seems to strike you. It it
1: makes me really uncomfortable. And at first, the first time I watched it, I actually turned it off at that point. I was like, I was dealing with some depression and it, I just wasn't in the right mindset for that. And then I returned to it later and I was like, okay, well, this, this movie is the fucking best. But it, it, ever since that first time, it made me a little uncomfortable. But as I said before, it doesn't affect my rating. I'm really glad.
2: Movie, I'm, I'm really glad they just implied it instead exactly. of pushing through it.
1: And, and that's actually why I turned it off. Cause I didn't know that. So I'm like, I don't want to see what's about to happen. So I turn it off, knowing some that they films, just imply it. I'm like, okay, we can click along now. We're good, you know.
0: Some some films that do go there, though. I do I do applaud some films that go there. Sure, sure. Like like like, like a movie we've mentioned already, Evil Dead. The original shows the fucking tree rape. Right. Sam Raimi has said he wishes he wouldn't have put that in there but i and maybe say, maybe because it's so
1: fantastical and evil dead that it didn't bother me that kind of way but it, it's yeah uh, totally. it's like
2: paranormal and unrealistic exactly so it doesn't you know? hit it's hard but it's still like you feel it when you, right. watch you that are movie. a kid though
0: Yeah, when you're a kid and you see that, it's it feels a little real. It's terrifying.
2: It's almost like you don't really know what's going on when you're a kid, but you still know that something bad is happening right now. And then when you're older and you watch it and realize what's happening, it makes it so much worse.
0: Yeah. So I respect all all that to say. I do respect the sentiment though, and I do respect filmmakers that that also do go there, even if I won't watch their Serbian films. So that's a ten out of ten from all of us. That's all around the yeah. board. It's on a fucking 10 with with and, street trash.
1: And we've talked about how we rate movies. We rate them more from the heart than the mind. And yeah, th- this movie and ratings are not static. They they can change, you know. It happens all the time, man. Yeah. Uh this this movie, I enjoy it like a fucking 10, bro. <laughs> like every time I watch it, it's so much fun. So, yeah. 10 out of 10 for enjoyment.
2: I'm a big fan of movies that make me say what the fuck at least 10 times. Sure. So that's was right up my alley.
1: That ending, the the whole ending segment, man, the chase scene, the creative, like with the fucking shells of all the tie rods and Bronson reaches through, grabs him by the throat and he hits it, bashes him in the balls and he gets away and then Freddie throws the viper at him and The look, like, I I feel like that's some of the best acting that the Bronson guy does is right there, the way he looks at him. He's like, the dead maggot shit, you know, and fucking freaking out. And dude, and then it's like, it's almost
2: like a legit action movie scene, right? Yeah, but they just like have their own little twist on it.
1: There's like a, but there's like a, like, he's so imposing, bro. Like, I would be scared as fuck. And he's a fucking beast. Bronson. He's a beast, bro. I'd be scared of fuck of that man, bro. He just, he has shit burning his face off. And he's like, dead maggot shit. I'm going to pound you into wet flesh. <clears throat> fuck it.
0: You're right, Corey. This is like a legit action scene from an 80s film. And it is yeah. an action scene from an 80s film. Like, fuck this yeah, motherfucker dude. gets acid thrown on his face and gets his head blown off with a fucking canister of gas. Yep. And then you get this art house ending of slow motion artfulness. I don't know. Yeah, right. man. This movie, and this then movie you is- get
1: the amazing comical ending, which is yes. the other part I wanted to talk about. Uh, we well, are you already touched on it, but you know, kiss your prick. It's dripping down the stairs. You know, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. Yeah. I love I love it, I love it so when great. he's like.
2: I love it when he's like, "I'm the new boss now. Get me that ring."
1: <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Oh, somebody get a mop."
0: Yeah, <laughs> they 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 wrote, also, they wrote. I'm sorry, go ahead. They wrote that scene just for those two actors because they had s- such good chemistry together. I I'm glad
1: that, they baby. did. It, it ties it up. It puts a really nice bow on it. But um, I I I love that character, and I can't think of his name. Frank Frankenhooker guy, because he um, it's like it's like he's trying to talk his way out. But at the same time, he doesn't want to commit only to that because he's still talking shit.
2: He doesn't want to be a pussy, but he still wants to get out of there because he's like, (laughs) he's
1: like, you know, she was a beautiful lady before she, uh, you know, got raped and killed and stuff. (laughs) It's like, it's like, I love the way he exactly like he doesn't want to be a pussy, but he also wants to get out of it, and I just love the way he doesn't go either direction full on when he talks to this obviously somewhat dangerous person dumb dangerous person but you know yeah i love i love the fuck out of this movie and pretty much all of the characters 10 out of 10 i can't
0: i can't believe we actually all came in at a 10 out of 10 That, that that's not usual i can't for the be- nightclub.
1: i can't believe you did that blew me away really yeah i thought you were gonna come in around a hot eight or something
0: maybe well i, I i'm saying from uh, a I did say in, in, in my final like like a rating type thing for the show yeah. and for enjoyment, ten out of ten. If I'm really gonna be pressed, I'd give this an eight and a half for merit and effort and for what it actually is. But that's 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 close
1: to where I would give a serious film rating. Right. Um but, but this
0: movie is but better we're not, than that.
1: I'm not this serious. So if
0: you come into this movie expecting Fucking the Godfather, you're gonna be very disappointed. But if you come into this movie and again you just shut down, enjoy it, this is fucking cinematic gold. Like the fact the fact that Corey found this on fucking like we got introduced to it through Joe Bob, but Corey was just like on YouTube (laughs) on a gym and was like what the fuck is this? Right. (laughs) I love and that like, feeling.
2: and the cover itself sucks you in because like, yeah, there's just something about that cover art. It, those colors it really drew me right away. I was like, what the hell is this? this for me be for good. me,
1: it was those colors, man, and that font because it looked like like the font reminds me of like the mu- the municipal waste uh band logo yeah, yeah and and it's just the colors on it. you can tell it's gnarly by looking at the the shit on it, yeah, man definitely draws you in it lets you know and that's something that i find about horror that's kind of synonymous with like metal music you can kind of tell for the most part if something is what you're looking for based on the way the cover looks which is kind of like don't judge a book by its cover but at the same time it can inform you and your decision on whether you should watch it or not
4: interesting thought
1: interesting thought for you know whatever (laughs) i don't know where my brain's going with this
0: if you're looking for a blind buy, trust Joe Bob, trust, Paul, trust Pulter, guys, trust the nightclub. Go check oh. out Street Trash. Buy the movie. Don't even rent it. Buy it. If buy you it don't always. want it, I'll
1: buy it from you. There you go. Yeah, endorse.
0: that's it everybody that's tens all around for street trash 1987 we've been talking tonight with Corey clark poltergeist od hardcore fucking amazing rapper go check out his music on youtube on itunes on where are where where are you plug the fuck out of yourself do man. it
2: do What's it now you everywhere man uh Yeah, add me up on Instagram and Slasher at poltergeist underscore OD. Look up poltergeist OD on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Amazon. Anywhere you can stream or buy music, you can find me. Go hard in the
1: ass like carbon tax. (laughs) (laughs)
2: it's
1: one of my favorite fucking lines ever
2: (laughs) i actually laughed out loud when i wrote that and i had to tell my buddy sitting next to me i was like "Buddy, listen to this
0: (laughs) i I gotta say his reference your references i'm saying like you're not here are bar none like horror fans will fucking appreciate your references if they don't fuck them they're stupid i don't care (laughs) <laughs> hold on one of my, hold on. also and since we have him on here because we don't you know I don't, I don't i don't know when we're gonna get to talk to you again but ricky likes this too and and again it goes back to the mars song but it's that that sarah jessica Parker. Parker you dog. but you <laughs> that, that whole rhyme scheme leading up in into that and through that yeah. dude i could do this i could do this with, with a bunch of your songs so I, I i can't i can't keep you on here doing that i'm sorry but yeah. You're you're really fucking talented, dude. And Absolutely. Thank you guys on the that. fucking show. Um yeah, and you guys support me, me
2: like a motherfucker too, man. Thank you guys so much for that.
0: I try I I, I try when I can when I see stuff. I, I try to yeah. add it to my the stories and all that shit and you we know try to I, put I, on, you know. Yeah, dude. I mean we we legit love your stuff. Like I think it's some of the best i I mean, I don't know another horrorcore rapper that sounds like you at all. Right. At all. So, fuck them all, and that's staying in. Um, <laughs> God damn! Like fuck there you. it is. I don't even want. I don't even want to know them Fuck you. <laughs> no, no, but hey, Poltergeist OD is the OG. So,
1: embrace the bad dreams
3: about dogs humping you. Keep it straight. <laughs> keep it woke. Keep it based. <laughs>
4: Stay, Stay
3: spooky, spooky bitches! <laughs> 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 I fuck it up every time.
4: Let's see it.
3: Bite the pliers, just like pulling teeth through my desires. And I'm just trying to find the right suppliers. Find a miter and pull her fucking spinal tighter till her life expires. It's a slow burn like a light tribal fires. You can feel suspension so tight that you're trying to fight the wires. I got you caught on the web, let's see you survive the spiders. I'll acquire Jamie Lee Curtis and turn the knife inside her. Michael, the new archangel of death etched in a flesh Bible. A new dark age has come pretext of a dead disciple. I'm a threat to survival, primal, homicidal. And I'm chapter after chapter after chapter massacre make the ripper look like an amateur ambassador of the slashers michael six years old straight from smith road to laurie strode 15 years 15 years to the horror show lord knows the boogeyman's back to attack you stab you stack you hack you and pull the handle back Tell yourself that it was all a dream. Contravene like number three. Keep this installment clean. On your knees for the godfather of all obscene. OD, the OD, you the slashers, bastard. I'll capture your granddaughter a bash your face Gather your friends down in the basement. I'm tired of chasing these babysitters to so case them. Place them in deranged arrangements like Jason, like Jason. Give a raptor, just chapter, raptor, chapter, raptor, chapter. Massacre, make the ripper look like an amateur ambassador in the slashers. (laughs)